0: Now, folks, you are about to witness the most amazing, the most astounding living monstrosity of all
1: time.
2: Yeah, that's right, bow, sucker. Yeah, bow down to your master. You the
1: You the Can you dig it?
3: morning. It's the big man morning show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Listen online, the website that rocks, kmod.com. Past shows are available on iTunes. Search under BMMS. Listen with your cell phone. Get the iHeartRadio app available from the app store of your cell phone provider. More on that at iHeartRadio.com. And we're on Facebook facebook.com slash BMMS 69. That's where you can hang out with us each and every day. Good morning, Sam. Good
4: morning, Corby. Good
3: morning, Gimpy. Good morning. Tickets, of course, to BMMS Fest that's going down October 18th at the BOK Center. It's all brought to you uh, by New Balance Wellness in Bartlesville and, of course, us. See what Gimpy wants to talk about. We've got Conspiracy Thursday. I have some questions that I'm hoping we can get answered. And we've got flight 666 to Voodoo Fest. And Jason Clift of Locust Grove got qualified just now by hearing the cue. So, good old Jason could be on his way just because he Yeehaw, heard the cue. Buddy. Every hour, we have a chance for you to get qualified on Thursdays. The giveaway is a week from tomorrow at Inner Circle Vodka Bar. Hotel, airfare, some spinning cash from Myers-Durr Harley-Davidson, and, of course, us. Keep listening for another chance to get qualified coming up in a few minutes. Have you seen the video of the woman getting in the lion's cage? <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> dumbass. The, what's more dumbass, doing
0: it or posting it to your social media? I mean... Doing it?
4: Yeah. Doing it right
0: there is the first thing, man.
4: Posting can't get you killed, but getting in a lion cage can get you killed. Right.
3: I mean, you go. You, she's gonna get in trouble. She's gonna. She should. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. My whole thing has always been if you people do dumb stuff, but then when you like aren't good about covering it up, you're double dumb, right? You're double dumb. I, there was someone that worked at the radio station when I was in charge of the station, and they drank in the studio, mm-hmm. and they threw their bottles away in the studio, right? And the next morning, I was like, bro. <laughs> Throw them in the dumpster, right? What's wrong with you? Now I have to do something about this. You've left this out in the open. I now have to acknowledge it happened and deal with. Why can't you just? Why? <laughs> just go put it away. You want to be stupid? Get an alliance cage. Divine intervention,
0: right? That's exactly what it is.
3: But now man. you've posted it online, and now someone's gonna have to one up it. Oh geez. Someone's gotta like it. I'm sure someone thought it was cool. Cause people are dumb.
4: God, there's no way. I don't even know how that thought even goes through your brain, like, oh, dangerous lion, I wanna go meet him.
3: I was trying to think if I would have gotten involved.
4: Mm-hmm. Like
3: like tried to grab the person. Okay. And pull them back.
4: Like right, you think you're witnessing a suicide attempt? You're
1: like,
3: it's not
4: worth it. It gets better. You're Get t- here. To die. Yeah. I know it's
3: cloudy, but the sun's up
4: there. I promise. Right. It's like no, I just want to be an idiot.
3: <laughs> and then people are going, well, she's clearly high. Maybe. Yeah. But not every stupid thing that happens is because someone's high.
0: Exactly. On some, people, some drug. Right. right. Some people are just plain stupid. If you want to do it, go for it. You I know. think the thought behind it is, you know, this lion, yeah, granted, it is an exotic wild animal, but it's been in this cage. It's practically domesticated, you know? Right,
4: so now it's got pent-up rage for right. being in a cage its whole life, right. just waiting to unleash the on li- some <laughs> dumbass human that locked it up.
0: The lion's just
3: pacing like, oh, man,
1: someday
3: I'm getting out of this area. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get somebody. <laughs> oh, I can't. Oh, what do we got here? Uh, Hello. Bu- bu- hey whoops, How you doing? Says- <laughs> Come closer, stupid. Come closer. Come right. on. I'm it's a just, lion. I work on people being dumb.
4: He's got PTSD from all the times he's been hit or whipped or whatever, tased to go to sleep, just flashes before his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's awfully like,
0: brutal
3: just to go to bed. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't think they do all that anymore in the zoo world. Maybe in the circus world.
4: Okay. No, no I don't
3: record. think they I don't think they do that in the circus world. I think they've kind of Shut locked it. that down as much as possible. There are probably some culprits, of course, but in the zoo world, the philosophy now is to... Trank them? Uh, no. <laughs> Just shoot them dead. R.I.P. Harambe. <sighs> no, is to try not to put hands on them at all.
4: Like right. any human hands? Yeah,
0: only in medical need.
4: Okay. That's probably wonderful. Keeps
0: more natural that way. Yeah. So they can naturally eat you. Well, they don't want
1: to train <laughs> in fear, <laughs> right. I think is the basis.
0: That makes sense. If, okay, so you got to get in a cage with any wild animal at the zoo. What, what animal are you get in the cage with? Iguana, easy. Put me in the iguana tank. I'm happy with that. Okay, so I'm going to say no because it's hot, but I've got one. I've got Turkey? one. That, do the.
3: I mean, I usually go to more of a higher end zoo.
4: <laughs> oh my God. At the San Diego Zoo, I don't they have. Don't go to
3: the uh, kitty
4: cat exhibits. No, <laughs> right. at
3: the San Diego Zoo, but they the have. The guinea pig exhibits. They have
4: the coolest, like, bird Sanctuary place that has like peacocks, turkeys, parrots, and they just like walk around. They're just like chill because they're used to seeing humans. It's really cool. Yeah,
3: birds typically are dicks. (laughs) They're not ducks, geese, turkeys, peacocks, ostrich, all those are not good animals.
0: In my opinion, they're mean. You see videos on YouTube of ostriches chasing people. It's probably one of the funniest videos I've ever watched ever. Because, I mean, they're huge birds as they Terrifying are.
4: Terrifying birds. Their feet are, like, vicious, claws. Right?
0: Their wings aren't exactly, like, long. Yeah. But they're, like, huge. Mm-hmm. Like, the size of pillows. And they just back and forth with, yeah. their, with their neck, their long neck. Yeah.
4: Ostriches it's, it's, are the worst. They are.
3: Uh, sloths. Because <laughs> here's the thing. I don't know everything about sloths but I feel like I've never seen a video of a sloth (laughs) overreacting and being super quick and aggressive.
0: So I feel like if any moment of aggression starts showing, I got time. Right, but here's the thing, right, because we always see sloths and we know them because they're all slow motion, just chill little animals. But what happens one day when the sloth snaps and just goes crazy and it's like the fastest-moving sloth you've ever seen? It jumps from the tree and claws your face. (laughs) I didn't yeah. do well
3: in biology class, but I did well enough to know what attrition is, uh-huh. or atrophy of the muscles is. Right. And so the, you're not suddenly just going to have all this muscle strength.
0: Right. Right. So
3: I feel like again the odds are forever in my favor. Any of these animals at one point could snap.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. But I yeah you're right. The sloth is the <laughs> slowest response. Right. Even if it's got the sharpest teeth. Right. 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 You could even say like the tortoise or whatever. But have you seen a turtle run? They're they're pretty quick. Dude. They're some if you then they live forever and they don't live forever cuz they're not good at getting out of the way right they just got durable houses they have survived
3: no matter what i i like the idea of of being in the like stuck in the sloth cage cuz yeah. plus they're nocturnal most of the time they're going to just turn their head like you know you're going to your friend's house who smokes pot and he just looks hey. off the couch and then goes back to sleep <laughs>
0: right <laughs> That's pretty much what the sloth is yeah, going to do yeah God, i agree with you on that one then i
3: changed sloths
4: are either like super cute or terrifying I don't think
0: sloths are terrifying.
3: What's terrifying about a sloth? Oh, my
4: God. So I was thinking of, like, this one specific video where I was watching it, and it's, like, this little baby sloth hanging out. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's so cute. And then the longer I watch it, I'm like, oh, my God, it's getting so terrifying because it's got, like, a perma-smile on its face (laughs) and moves so slow that it's, like... I, I don't know why, but it, like, scares me. Like a little psychopath sloth.
0: Wet sloths. Google that one. That's yeah. a, we've done the wet koala before. but Yeah, I think... wet
4: sloths are pretty scary, too. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Any wet animal, I think, is... By the
3: way, I meant to text you guys the link for the video, and I text you some of my prep for...
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> for Conspiracy Thursday. That's so funny. Sorry. Um, Wet sloths. I mean, I don't think they look that scary. They look like... Um uh dj qualls in his next movie
0: right <laughs> <laughs> not as scary as koalas for sure but no still, no still or multiple later. other animals yeah <laughs> what those long-ass claws right they they just
3: chill man they don't give a f they're like well, that's fine hey, whatever i've done a zoo exhibit where you get up close to the sloths really yeah and they stink yeah, well, most animals st- do. No, but these are they like, sloths really stink. because They
4: have like matted, yuck hair. Yeah, yeah.
3: their hair's like that because they are lazy. <laughs> they
0: don't bathe. They don't do <laughs> anything. It's like ton of energy just to eat. <laughs> right. It's like, I'm not going to lick my pit. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh,
3: You'd like to think something like the alligator would be a good one because
0: you could find like a tree. Okay. You're right. right. You're right, you're right. But most alligator exhibits, I'm just using Tulsa Zoo, for example, they're they are inside, right? There's really no trees to go around mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I think, like, with that one, you're just SOL. Right. And you might go, penguins? Nope. Nope. There's
3: one, there's still birds. Two, individually, not, not that dangerous. In a group... Watch out now. They could Aww. belly slide you like no one else.
1: <laughs> like
3: no one else. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I... I think that overall, staying away from wild animals, I think even dogs and cats, I think if you don't, people think that just because it's a dog or cat, you can just approach it with no problem. No, you don't know
0: what that animal's temperament is when it comes to strange animals. Or been trained for. Yeah, yeah. You go up, you're like, oh, hey, poppy poppy, next thing you know, you're drawing back a bloody stump. There's a reason (laughs) law
3: enforcement doesn't want you touching their dogs and it's not because they're not trained well mm-hmm. it's because they're not trained to, they're trained to not be petted right right they're trained for that officer and that officer alone not you not not they're just they in their home when they're on duty they're not they know the difference
1: mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. We had a uh, listener come up to us at the uh, patio part. I'm sorry, at the uh, fair, and he uh, is a canine officer.
4: His dog is so cute.
3: Yeah. That was super cool. I was trying
4: to convince him to let me meet his (sighs) puppers. You should come out for the toy drive. I just want to meet your dog.
3: (laughs) I mean, you would just have to go high. You wouldn't be able to pet it. I I mean, well. Look at it.
4: Maybe they don't want if, you petting them. If, but if, if he's on his off-duty time and he's not, you know, then maybe I can pet it if he's not working. If he's just hanging out. Being do you think puppers.
3: canine-trained dogs, anytime they go out or do they know they're on duty? <laughs> right. Okay, they come out of the house. It's all automatic work time. <laughs> yeah, like if they're in a public setting mm-hmm. and their trainer's holding them, mm-hmm. do they know, like, we must be working, short of me having my, my toys around and I'm, I'm in my backyard. Yeah.
4: Yeah, maybe, I don't know, uh, if the officer has his uniform on, then he knows that's work time.
3: I mean, dogs don't see in color, so I guess you just have to hope it's the right uniform. Oh, what if they change precincts? <laughs> or or chose, you know, police divisions. Mm-hmm. The weird things you think about. All right, uh, we got tickets to BMMS Fest, and we've got um, see what Gimpy wants to talk about in Conspiracy Thursday. More qualifying for Flight 666.
2: You're listening to the Big Mad Morning Show. This is Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD.
3: Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918 460 KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 829 45 we got tickets to BMMS Fest that we're going to give away. We've also got Conspiracy Thursday. And uh, Jake Brennan from Disgraceland is going to join us today as well. Uh, let's go ahead and get News Quickies going. This is where we read news stories you may have missed in the news, and then we cover them here.
0: It's time for News Quickies. World news, local news, and news that just makes you say, what the f***? Now here's Corbin, Gimpy and Sam to fill you in on what's going on. News Quickies from the Big Man Morning Show and 97.5 PMOD.
4: Woman gets kicked by leaping deer. So Linda Tennant, she was just pumping her gas in Brunswick, Georgia, when a deer leaped over her freaking head and kicked her in the head. She said that she thought she was being robbed because it happened so quickly and that it took her a minute to process what had happened. And it's not clear whether or not she suffered any injuries, but she did tell a TV station that she was still in good spirits. And you can see the video on our Facebook page because it is crazy. I don't
3: see it kicking. I see it grazing her as it goes by, but I don't see it kicking her.
4: Yeah, she said the hoof, the hoof, his hoof kicked her head.
3: Yeah, and it looks like it's her. grazing. You, you okay, could, there it is. Okay.
4: You could see her kind of like hold her head, you know, wherever it kicked her at.
3: Deer, man. Deer I, crazy.
4: I love that She's like, I thought I was getting robbed because that makes more sense than a deer <laughs> leaping over your freaking head. <laughs> I would think the same thing. Yeah.
3: <laughs> How do you not hear it? Well, I would think you would hear it. Right, because the
0: hooves clicking Could've,
3: on the... Oh, deck. that yeah. is true. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even think
4: about that. I get
0: it, would be fast. Yeah, if you're just minding your own business, trying to pump your gas, and you hear that clickety-clack-clack-clack, you know, you're like, what the hell? All of a sudden, boom, sideswiped by a deer. In the morning, especially mornings like today, mm-hmm.
3: uh, there's a lot of deer on the side of the road when I uh, you know, drive to work, and I always have this vision of them being still and then suddenly Leaping into chaos. Right. All of them at once. <laughs> and like, I always roll my window up in that area because I don't know why that feel, makes me feel more safe because they'll just go, th- maybe because I've seen, uh, you know, hammers thrown at car windows and they just fall right off, right? bounce so, away. Like then maybe, maybe the, the deer would? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it works like that, but eh, you never know. I mean, I would think the force of a hammer and the head of a deer, like, I, I don't know, man. I literally cannot explain why a hammer won't go through a window, but a spark
0: plug will. <laughs> right, right. A uh, woman busted for pistol whipping her husband with Nerf guns. This happens down in Louisiana. There's a 40-year-old Asian woman whose name I can't pronounce. Uh, apparently, her and her old man got in a bit of a verbal argument earlier this week. She thought that he was cheating on her. So they start fighting back and forth, and then that's when he says out of nowhere she pulls out two plastic Nerf guns and starts beating the man with them. He ends up taking off from the house, running down the road. She gives chase, yelling, screaming with both Nerf guns still in her hand. She's like, you'll come back here. You'll come back here now. So and now the cops are involved. And when the cops got there, they see her standing in the driveway, still holding on to these Nerf guns. She is not letting go. They read her her rights. She uh, admitted to attacking her husband in retaliation for his infidelity. Uh, she was arrested for domestic and child endangerment, mostly because the kids, her four kids, were there in the house when she started whooping her old man's ass. So, which, which is
3: worse, <laughs> cheating yeah, or getting pistol whipped with, Nerf with a Nerf gun? <laughs> I think just, you just had pistol whipped
4: yeah, I would rather be cheated on than pistol whipped.
3: yeah true statement. yeah, <laughs> true right.
4: What? One hurts you emotionally, and one physically hurts. Yeah,
3: what you don't want to be with me? Let me hurt you. Let me—that will change your mind. Like this will reinforce. This will totally change why your opinion on why you did it.
1: Assault usually
3: does that. <laughs> you know
1: what I
4: mean? <laughs> well, and I
3: like, mean, I clearly made the wrong decision. This person clearly loves me, cares about me.
4: A pistol whip is like a like in my mind a very gangster, scary, dangerous thing to do. Right? Like anytime I've seen it in a movie or whatever it is, I'm like, God, that's so brutal. Yeah. I don't know if it has the same effect with a Nerf gun.
3: I mean, I think, the, I think it wasn't like, you know, it was grabbed and held to the side <laughs> and she went, <laughs> you know, tapped her nose and was like, you think you're going to cheat on me? I don't think it was something like that. <laughs> Probably right. <laughs> I think there might have been a little bit more uh, in it. Woman dies at 102, early termination fee charged. So this woman was living in California. She died at 102. Isabel Albright. uh, She died in December. What a crazy life. 18 presidents, two world wars. But she lived through all that. But her satellite service, they were like, no, this is an early termination fee. Sorry, you're going to have to pay $160. Dang. The family told them, like, hey, she's dead. She doesn't live here. I don't know what you want us to do. She's gone. Uh, We're selling the house. There's no reason for, like, we can't keep the service. Come to find out that when a caregiver moved in, the family paid for an additional box to be added to the plan. Mm -hmm. And that triggered a new contract even though she had had service for a long time. Mm-hmm. So the family called up and was like, hey, if you can give us a signed contract, then we'll abide by it. There wasn't one. <laughs>
4: oh, awesome. So the family
3: continued to be like, we're not paying this. this. This doesn't make sense for us to pay for an early termination fee. Apparently when it got changed, the person that called to make the change, they moved it into that person's name mm. because the woman was 102. Right, She couldn't. You know, write her own bills or anything like that. Right, she has somebody to do everything for her. There's so many odd things here, right? One, if you called a set up service, you can't up set up service on someone's behalf. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it would be in your name. So yeah, it would be your contract. So, right. Yeah. Two, totally dickish to just be not be like it's okay, don't worry about it, and understand the the c- yeah, understand the circumstances. Mm-hmm. Right. Be a decent person. Right. But on the other side, you whoever set it up wasn't aware, or maybe they got tricked into, which also isn't cool, that it got set up in their name. Mm-hmm. And they're, one of their interesting things in the interview they said was, listen, the, the, the AT&T kept saying that it was them, mm-hmm. or that the my wife was the one that set it up. And, my, and he's like, yeah, my wife does all that stuff for her because she is 102, she can't do it. Yeah, Right, just understand that it doesn't, Work
0: that way. If you call to set it up, it's your account. Right, right. You think when they start asking the information, like what's your name, date of birth, your social security number, how are you going to pay for all that? Would yeah. be a trigger to be like, oh, I think I think this is mine now. Yeah, that's totally jerkish
3: move. Just and the, the, probably I don't think it's the company's policy mm. on death to charge a termination fee. I find that hard to believe. I probably was person that was taking the phone call, maybe second day, and they were like, termination. All right, go to page five. Right. Okay, well, now that you are quitting or stopping the service, you must yeah. have a termination fee. Uh. Oh, wait, no, they want to fight it. Okay, go to page 17. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry that well, there is no early termination. You have to pay the, right? It was yeah.
4: somebody that it literally, they had just started the job and they're like, this is what the book says. Right, they're I'm just doing, do it. I don't, I see, I'm not. They're like, oh, there's a little bit of gray. All right, and right. this, Circumstances like oh well this is what it says right I don't think
3: Karen was you know claiming the hill <laughs>
2: that's awesome
3: <laughs> the story's on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash 69
2: Tulsa's morning show oh yeah is coming right back The big man morning show Tulsa's
3: good morning it's the Big Man Morning Show 918460 kmod can also text VMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Joining us from 1430 the buzz is Pop. Good morning, sir. Hey, how are you guys? Pretty good, man. Uh we haven't really hit this yet, but there's the big to-do about uh, student athletes getting paid in the state of California, and they believe that's the tidal wave that will kind of sweep across the state. There was even a uh, comment from a state legislature here in Oklahoma stating that he is um, putting together legislation uh, for our state. Now, whether that gets out of cool. committee committee and becomes a, a chance to be voted on uh, remains to be seen, but the, this is, we're not the only state having that conversation. And I read no. somewhere that the states are doing this for a chance to tax some money. Uh-oh.
5: Uh, yeah, I mean, essentially, that's what it's looking at, uh, because if you get to a point and I think that this is we're going to have sweeping changes from the NCAA before this, before 2023. California's just the first one to sign it. But other states, as you mentioned, are lining up. Florida has mentioned how they maybe want to try to fast track this to 2020 if they can. I mean, they better hurry up because uh, we're running out of time. But Pennsylvania's already talked about this. Minnesota, South Carolina, a lot of other states. But part of the problem is on this is that that if it ends up becoming available for an athlete in college to profit off of his likeness or image, then they're going to have to pay taxes on it. So, yeah, from from states that, well, virtually every state is cash-strapped, especially California, there's probably something in this that we'll find out after it's enacted that something gets taxed that we didn't even think about because that's, that's how government works, right? I yeah. mean, it, that, that's how it's always worked. And if you think that politicians do many things just for the kindness and goodness of their heart of what they <laughs> feel is right for people, you would be, in fact be wrong, sir <laughs> or ma'am, be, because they're not. They're, they're all out to try to get as much tax dollars as they can. So yeah. the, the problem with this is that. There are so many hidden things in this, If we're only 48 hours from this announcement, and everyone thinks that they've got everything figured out. They don't. I don't. I still have a number of questions about how this is going to work. Uh, and I think a lot of states and a lot of schools do as well, and now you've even heard you know, someone in Congress make uh, a mention of maybe we should have a federal platform on this. And the last thing the NCAA wants is to have the federal government tell them how to do their job. So that's why I feel like that the NCAA is going to shift towards having reform and let them figure out how to do it. That's going to satisfy everyone before you have the federal government come in and tell them how to do it and take more money away from the NCAA.
3: Here's the only problem I have with doing something like this. I don't know if college athletes struggle any more than any other college athlete. I don't know the answer to that, right? I'm not saying they don't. I'm saying I don't know if they struggle. I know plenty of non-college athletes. But when you put behind the fact that the program is making a ton of money off of them, Mm -hmm. there's some weird – that's weird to me. That makes no sense. The other thing that is um, uh, concerning
5: to me is how many people aren't aware that these kids are already getting money. Yes, they How? do get a stipend check. They get a stipend check because, because of the Ed O'Bannon case. He was a former basketball player at UCLA. He sued the NCAA, Sam, when he turned on a video game and saw that there was someone that was that looked like him on the video game. <laughs> that had his stats. That was his height. That was his weight. And that played in his number from UCLA. So uh. he, he was playing this, and it was I think it was from his kid. And uh, he was like, this seems wrong. That none of us are getting any money off of this, so we sued anyone. he Well, the NCAA forced them to essentially pay uh, pay per cost for their scholarships per year. So these athletes now, depending on what school they're at, what state they're in, they get a stipend check for what the cost of their attendance would be, and it can range. It can, it, it varies in range three thousand, four thousand, five thousand dollars. So yes, they are in a way getting some form of payment. And the big argument that you'll hear from the schools is is that Hey, there's a good chance that 85 to 90% of you aren't going to get into this school anyway and qualify academically. So where is the value of an education that is taken care of, wow. at least on a year-by-year basis, so now we're not putting value on that to a lot of educators and athletic department members it doesn't make sense right and i agree with
3: that but where is the balance from then now you're just you know paying guys to come play football there and who cares about their education Mm -hmm. and that they should have to qualify to get into there academically to be able to play the sport there
5: yes yeah, and, and those are part of the questions that are going to have. We're all going to have to figure out at some point. Because I think but, most people believe that they have qualified academically.
4: Yeah, totally. To
5: go to school
3: there, That's I think the I general thought. public has no idea athletes are getting uh, money. Right? I think they, and whether under the table or you know, legitimately, mm-hmm. and I think that people think the kids qualified academically to go there.
5: You technically have to get in academically, but it, there are. Uh, it's less rigorous or they have ways to get you in and to qualify you if, if you're an athlete. You know, there are certain minimums that you absolutely have to make in order to get in, but you can get in. I mean, like, for instance, uh, people don't understand how difficult it is to get into the University of Texas. In in Texas, if I'm not mistaken, you have to be in a certain top percentage of your high school class to even qualify to get into UT at Austin. And what? if you don't, if you don't, you're out. So just the average B-level B student in high school at Texas can't just say, hey, I want to go to UT. No, you can't. You have to qualify to be in that because... There's so many freaking kids that go to UT. It's like 36,000 kids. Nice. There's not enough room. Wow! And it's it's as a matter of fact, it's easier for out of state kids to qualify to get into UT than it is state than kids in their own state.
4: That makes sense. So, yeah. so unless you, you can get football. all these
5: athletes in, unless you play, yeah, unless you play football. Mm. See, there are there are so many moving parts on this, and I've heard everything from, "Well, what's going to stop a million dollar boner?" Bu- uh, boner? Whoa, whoa, <laughs> yeah.
1: I've
5: never, I'm not I've sure never, I'm I'm never not sure I've
1: never we'll had, had one of those, and probably never will. You gotta try it. <laughs> yeah,
5: you gotta try it. It's awesome. It's changing. Yeah, that FM money Corbin's got over there. He gets them all the time.
0: Mansion gets a million dollar uh,
3: bonus.
5: <laughs> a million dollar booster, I should say, is going to pay all these kids money to go. to school there no that's not going to happen i mean they're already giving a ton of money to schools anyway but they're not going to say give 25 kids a hundred thousand dollars each to go to school there that's i I think we're going you know completely overboard with some of these opinions here in a 48 hour window right people
3: are jumping to conclusions a little bit trying to do some too much Mm general generalization which is not what california is doing they're they're just trying to change like start steering the ship in a direction where some of these guys when the program's making ridiculous money off their football program yeah. to steer it towards some of these kids that are struggling just to eat meals in
5: the offseason
4: well and like I, if like f- i want a jersey with baker mayfield's name on it because he's my favorite player he should get some money because i'm buying it because his name's on that jersey
5: i think people are also going to find out and college kids mainly who are in their sort of whether you want to call it a liberal bubble on college campuses or not But I think you're going to find out that the market's not quite as robust for some of these athletes and endorsement deals as what you would think. Johnny Menzel, of course. Baker Mayfield, yes. Uh, Tim Tebow, yes. But mm. offensive linemen, you know that's that's a, r- a good regular starter. No, I mean we work in this business. We know how difficult advertising is. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, all these businesses don't just have extra money lying around that they can afford to, to give to these kids now right. to have them come in and sign autographs. Right. And I
3: think this creates a bizarre situation for the coach when you've got one player that's the face of the program, and now he's getting also a bunch of endorsements, and he's got to do commercials and all this stuff. Like, how do you manage that temperament? How do you, how do you control that ego when everybody will start resenting him? Cause he's making, I think there's, this is going to, I think um, LeBron James was right. It's going to
5: change the face of college sports. It, it will. And, and coaches, control freaks they don't like to give up things like that and the ncaa has already has a panel that put together with athletic directors that are looking into ways of how to divvy up certain amounts of money that's already happening now behind the scenes yeah. and that's that's been confirmed so we will have major changes this is going to look completely different in five years hands down yeah that's false to the wall sports jeremy poplin 97.5 kmod
0: all right stupid corporate cram down right now they're forcing us to take a 30 second break but we'll be right back so don't go anywhere
3: Good morning, it's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Qualifying people for flight 666 to New Orleans for Voodoo Fest and Liso Field of Tahlequah. Got qualified. Lisa heard the cue another chance every hour today. So every hour you have a chance to win a thousand dollars voodoo fest tickets, hotel, and airfare. I get qualified to win those from Myers Darren, and Harley Davidson. But you gotta listen for that cue. Every hour it's going to play. So make sure you're listening for that chance coming up very soon. It's uh it's uh Thursday, so let's see what Gimpy wants to talk about.
0: Be around the world, take my strong hand, get on the Gimp on the Give train around the world, take my, my strong hand, get on the, give train,
1: give train. i <laughs>
0: Must be part of that million-dollar thing that Bob was talking about. Uh, All right, so no secret out there, I love the ladies. Faux show, no doubt about it. And there's a couple of things that I think that will send a lady straight to the top of my list, one of those being lady bikers. I love it. I think a a chick that rides a bike is just extremely hot. Rides or rides on the back? Rides, rides, actually drives rides. Okay. Having a back warmer, that's cool and all, but just, you know, being a back warmer is cool and all, but just the, a chick that rides just drives me bananas. Another one is lady rockers. Lady rockers. Something about seeing a, a chick up on the stage just slaying away on a guitar, rocking out, drives me bananas. Good bananas, right? Yeah. So, with that being said, who do you think are some of the hottest lady rockers of modern rock?
4: Well, I mean, I Maria mean, Brink.
0: Okay. I think the Butcher Babies, the, the chicks from Butcher Babies, are some of the hottest. I would agree with you on that one. I found it was the 20 of the hottest women of modern rock, right? And I was surprised to find that Butcher Babies landed 20 on that list. Dead last I'm excited. On list. Now,
3: I mean, if that's number 20, I'm excited. With the, right. I also think Lizzie Hale is extremely hot. She, oh, totally.
0: She is. She's number nine on this list. We're just going to go over the top ten, and then if we need to, we'll, we'll just cover some of the honorable mentions. Number ten is Christina Scabia of Lacuna Coil. You know who she is? Yeah. She okay, but over the butcher babies? I mean, come on, Carla and Heidi, smoking hot ladies, right? Okay. So number nine, Lizzie Hale. All right, they'll be here next week uh, for for uh, BMMS Fest. All right. Two, two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Ne- ne- next week we're giving away Voodoo Fest. All right. So anyhow, um, all right, cool. I think she should be higher on this list, number nine. But listen, this is all. These are all just a matter of opinion. Okay. Uh, Brittany Hayes from Unleash the Archers. Have you ever heard of those? I've never heard of this band. Unleash no. the Archers. Okay. Apparently, it's a Canadian band. A uh, Canadian power metal band. Brittany Hayes is the name, and she's like, she's all right. I think she belongs to number eight. I think she's safe at number eight.
1: Mm-hmm. They Can have 20...
0: Talk? Hold on. They have 20,000 Instagram followers. This uh, Unleash the Archers? Yeah. But they're all Canadian-y.
3: I think they have...
0: The internet there. I just, I'm saying
3: like, mm-hmm. I mean, are we, there's no way to gauge the whole spectrum of music. Right, right. It, there's got to be some threshold, but okay. Right, right. Uh, and, I, and, and I'm looking at a picture, she's maybe, she's not hotter than, she's not hotter than anybody else you've mentioned so far. No,
0: no, 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 no. Look, like,
3: look at this picture of her. She, and you probably have one, Gippy,
0: but- mm-hmm. She's not she's not ugly. She's not ugly, but she's not exactly, you know, uh 10. Not hotter than Carla and Heidi from The Butcher Babies. No. I don't think so. No. So when I seen that they were dead last on that list, I'm like, holy crap. All right. So these broads should be hot. Like you said, man, she she's she she, she all right. She's all right, but that's about it. Uh let's see here. Haley Williams of Paramore. I yeah, have yeah, heard of totally. Paramore. Never really got into their music or anything, but she's she's giggity. Yeah,
4: she's she's, hot. she's fairly yeah. giggity.
0: She she comes in at number seven. Number six is Alyssa White Glues of Arch Enemy. Arch Enemy Glues is G L U Z. Okay, Alyssa White Glues. And all right, okay, she's about at the halfway point of the list. Uh, she she's pretty giggity. Uh, yeah, she's yeah, not. She's, she's ugly. hot. She uh,
3: I think she's another can, can... female in the band that I think is hotter. Oh yeah. A land Angela Gasow. Angela Gasow, huh? Let me see that lady. To me, unless she's not in that band, I thought it said she was the lead vocalist. Yeah, I. I, I yeah, d- she's
4: hot. I I I agree with that one.
0: Oh yeah, hotter than the other one. Yeah, hotter than Alyssa for sure. Uh, number five. Now we're on the top five of these, right? So these are the creme of the creme, right here. Amy Lee comes in at number five. Amy Lee from Evanescence. Okay. I still okay. think she's kind of giggity. So, do we take
3: into account mm-hmm. their rock, rock, um, their ability to
0: rock so far as like their musical talents? No, because Amy Lee's clearly talented. Absolutely. She can sing. Absolutely. But
3: I don't, I don't, she, I don't see her rocking. I guess I'm, I'm lost on what your definition of rock is. Lizzie like, Hale on stage shredding the Butcher Baby, sh- okay. killing it.
0: Okay, okay. Amy yeah. Lee doesn't do that. Okay, so it's more She of, sings like insane. It's more of like the showmanship on the stage is what you're showing Maria by. Brink okay. sh- kills it
3: like she's rocking on stage. I've never seen, and I've seen Evanescence twice, I've never seen her do that.
0: Rocking. That's fair. I've never seen Evanescence live, so I don't know how she is when she's porn. I just have to take your word for it. But all right, I, th- I don't think that they're taking their their showmanship into account. I think it's just strictly based on looks, mm-hmm. uh, at least for this this list, anyway. And all right, Amy Lee's still kind of giggity in my book. Uh, number four comes in Jill Janis J N U S from Huntress. I've never heard of this band either. Uh, apparently they're they're from Los Angeles. Okay, and I okay okay. I don't think she belongs in the top five, maybe the top 10, top 15 for sure, but not the top five, not coming in at number four. This says Huntress is a fictional superhero by DC Comics. Maybe they named her band after that. Janice, Jill Janice is one of the founding members of the American heavy metal band Huntress. She moved to LA in 2009 where they met an underground band called Professor. The band mixes classic heavy metal with influences from thrash and black metal. Right on. She's dead. She's dead?
4: Yeah, she died in 2018.
0: Wow. How about that? Uh, Number three is Lauren Harris. This is the top three here. Lauren Harris. All right. She is the daughter of Steve Harris from Iron Maiden. Okay. Uh, Performs with various bands. Performs with Iron Maiden a lot as well. And she is all right. Is she number three worthy? I don't think so. I don't think she's number three worthy. And I've got my... Personal top five, right here. We'll go after, go over after it's done. Okay. Uh, number two on this list. Okay. These are the top two hottest chicks of rock, at least according to this person. Taylor Momsen comes in at number two. Yeah, okay. totally. You think that's fair yeah. for her to be in mm-hmm. the number two spot? Yeah. yeah. See, I don't, I don't, I don't agree. And maybe it's nothing against you know she's pretty. Don't get me wrong, but she's not, you know, butcher baby's hot. I don't think anyway. Okay. And the number one, number one hottest lady in rock, and I think Sam would agree with me on this one Maria Brink comes in at number one on this list. Yeah, totally. Which I, dude, dude, when it comes to, if, if you're going on like her ability to rock, like Corbin said, she's got it. When it comes to looks, she's got it. She's got huge jugs. She's got a very pretty face. She is, she's is a very, very attractive lady. And I think they, being number one right there is a good choice.
4: Yeah, I now, agree with that. If
0: you want my personal top five, all right, I would put Taylor Moms in, number five, okay? and So just average for you gets number five? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, these these are just my personal ones, and put jotting down a quick top five list. Dorothy Martin should have been on this list. Dorothy Martin from the band Dorothy. I put her in at number four. She's giggity. She is hot. She is pretty giggity. Uh, number three would be uh, Butcher Babies. Okay, Carla and Heidi, and then number two, I put Lizzie Hale, and of course, number one, Maria Brink. I've got such a crush on her, such a crush.
3: On her. Um, so to me, the difference between like a Lizzie Hale and a Maria Brink mm-hmm. is Maria Brink is slutting it up. Mm-hmm. Okay, like slutting it up. Okay, Lizzie Hale, I feel like we're seeing her genuine. Like, who she is every day. She's not... On a she, Saturday when the, she's not playing. I feel like that's who we're seeing. She's not putting on, on a show. She is, yeah. but she's not, like... Dorothy, the same way. Like, mm. that's who... You, she looks like that. All the butcher babies are like Maria Brink. Like, they are they are slutting it up. Okay. Yep. Makes sense. Or so, whatever word you want to use. I'm not implying that they're sluts. I'm saying that that, you know, when Maria Brink is dressing in a nurse's outfit on stage... Mm-hmm. That's not exactly rock and roll.
0: Right, right. They're catering to the men, knowing that we're going to go crazy over that. Another one, what they opened up for um, uh, in this moment when they came to town, New Year's Day. Mm -hmm. That's another. She is is a smoke show. A couple of the honorable mentions here before we get out of here that was on this list. Floor Jansen, J-A-N-S-E-N of Nightwish. All right. All right. She's all right. She came in at number 19 right under the Butcher Babies. All right, and I'm still just blown away that those ladies were last on this list. Uh, Charlotte Wessels from Delane come in at number 18. Um, let's see, who else do we have here? Alex, uh, excuse me, Clementine Delani from Serenity. She came in at number 16. She's all right. She's got a kind of a little bit of an innocent kind of look to her. I think she's perfect at number 16 here. And then uh, Simone Simmons of Epica came in at number 12 on this list. Which I'm like, all right. She's kind of cute. What was the band Jada Pinkett Smith was in? She was in a band? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, metal band. Really? That, she, she's Smith's, hot. Will Smith's wife, right? That would be the one. Huh. I didn't know that. I didn't know either.
3: Yeah, she was in um They played the Canes a bunch of
0: times. And like they get they get respect. Wicked Wisdom. Yeah. Wicked Wisdom. I've never heard of these guys. I didn't know she had a band out.
3: So oh, yeah. Been going out I since? don't know if they're still a band, but... They they have played and toured and everything else. Yeah, yeah. So and I think Jada Pinkett Smith's hot. She is, she is. Yeah. But
0: I, why does your inflection go down when you say "she is"? Like I feel like you're. <laughs> well, no, I'm still blown away that the fact that she's in a rock band. You know, I did not know that. I didn't expect that from her of all of all people. You know, Jada Pinkett Smith being in a in a rock band. But hell yeah, I'm gonna have to check some of that out.
3: I, I not your personal list, but the list that you were reading from. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if I like because there are too many. Um, bands on there with no notoriety right nobody knows who they are yeah with that with doing that then i'm sure the hottest female rocker
0: Mm -hmm. we don't know right yeah right real quick just if can you put together five real quick just off the top of your head i mean i said them earlier Mm -hmm. um lizzie hale yeah
3: i think maria brink is totally hot yeah and she kills it Mm -hmm. um butcher babies would be my
0: number one okay okay sammy what about you you're
3: yeah,
4: uh, I would I would say those are probably my same top three: Lizzie Hale, Maria Brink, uh, oh, and Taylor Momsen.
3: Taylor Momsen, huh? I yeah. don't, but I don't pick. It's kind of a weird list. Like I would have to look mm-hmm. and check, right? Because it's not something I keep. Like, what's your favorite ba- top five bands? Right? I can right, have that. Right. I don't have my top five hot chick lead bands or hot, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> right. I'd female be like, rockers uh, or whatever.
0: I'm going to need to think because the girl that was the drummer in Skillet was super hot. That's oh, a yeah. text that came in. Uh, Jen Ledger is her name, the drummer for Skillet. Hell yeah, she's hot. Uh, Tatiana Schmeluk. Sh- that's another text that came in. Nita Strauss from Alice Cooper. All right, cool. I, right? So it's like this weird like... I, it's like you don't really know, but you know type of thing. Right, right, right. And that's the cool thing about these sort of things. They're all a matter of opinion. You know what I mean? So if you want to let me know what your favorite uh, female rocker is, feel free to text it. BMMS, what it is, to 82945. Be around the world, take my strong hand, get on the gift train. On the gift train, be around the world, take my, my strong hand, get on the gift train. Yeah, train what the
2: do Tulsa's morning show continues next The Big Man Morning Show on Tulsa's Rock Station 97.5 KMOD. Good morning it's the Big Man
3: Morning Show 918-460-KMOD you can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Let's play a game. We're going to give away some tickets to BMMS Fest. That's happening October 18th at the BOK Center. Godsmack and Hailstorm. she number six. Lizzie Hale, number six on that list. Uh, we're going to play schnip schnappschnur.
0: current record is... Well, my friend, Sammy is dominating with 16. I have 11. You have 10. Last week's winner was... That'd be her... So it's going to be Gimpy
3: and Corbin at 918-460-KMOD, 918-460-KMOD. Let's get our first contestant. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Heather. Heather, how are you?
4: I'm good. How are you?
3: Heather, who do you want to read clues, Corbin or Gimpy? Corbin. Heather, 60 seconds on the clock. Timer starts after the first clue. Are you ready? Yes. Do we get passes? You get one and one. Okay, Okay. pass. Uh Uh-huh. Um, Uh when there is a, uh, something, uh, lightning strikes and it's really bright, it's known as a blank of lightning. This is also a, yes, but it's, uh, this is also the name of a superhero who is very fast. Flash. Correct. Uh, anxiety is usually paired with this. It's when someone's very sad. Uh, depression. Uh, yes, but not the ION. It's the past tense.
1: Uh,
4: depressed.
3: Correct. Uh, this is when you're getting ready for something, um, or you're going to have some people over. You have to get the food all cut up ahead of time. Prepare, prep, yes, yes, you got it. Um, this is a an an a, an item to eat that is made of tomatoes and lettuce. Uh, salad. Yes, uh, you got it. These are the little cars that are toys. They're very tiny. Matchbox, Hot Wheels. Correct. Uh, this is the thing you give a woman when you want to get engaged.
1: Uh, Oh, come on! That's the one you should know!
3: Well, you did awesome. You got five, Heather. That might be good enough for the win, all right? So don't go anywhere.
1: I hope so. All right, hang on.
3: Hang on. She's very excited. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Ryan. Ryan, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Good, man. Ryan, you got to beat five. Are are you ready?
0: Yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, Ryan, the pilot sits in this part of the plane. yes (laughs) Stop it. yes <laughs> this is another word for buffalo <laughs> yes this is uh hey when you want to search somebody they say hey spread your legs we need to blank you it's also when you uh, want to it, search it, it's kind of yeah. like that but like <laughs> so like uh when you get drunk sometimes your old lady gets a little blank and starts touching you all over Uh, feely? Touchy-feely. Touchy-feely, sort of. Um, pass on this one. I ain't wasting more time. Uh, okay. Pack of cigarettes. It's the animal that has the hump on its back. Uh, camel. Yes. This is when you jump into the crowd from where the band is standing. That is known as a what? Uh, stage dive. Yes. This is, I just read a story. A woman beat her husband with two of these. (laughs) Uh, bottles? No, no, no. They're toys and they shoot little darts. Uh, Nerf gun. Yes, this is a the thing on the keyboard when you need to make a uh, room between time, time,
3: time, yeah. time, time, time. So we have a tie. We have both have five. We both have passes, which means that we're gonna have a little runoff here. So what's gonna happen, Ryan, is you're gonna have fifteen seconds, and you've got to get as many right as you can in those fifteen seconds. Okay.
0: All right. All right. So here we go. <laughs> All right, here we go. This is what you use to make crack, or if you're poor and don't have a stove, you would use this to heat up your food. Uh, lighter. No, no. What's the opposite of cold? Hot. Okay, What? that's the first word. Second word is the opposite of a bowl that you would eat out of. It's a flat and round. Hot pan? No, no. You eat off of it. Not a bowl, right, but a Hot time. Hot God bowl. damn
1: it. <laughs>
3: I'm going to give it to him. I'm going to give it. I think he got it. I'm going to give it to you because it happened at the same time. Thank you. Thank you. you. So you got one, Ryan, that might be good enough. Okay. All right. Don't go anywhere. Stay right there so we can uh, see how Uh, Heather does. Heather, we've got a tie. We've got to do really good here. Okay. Okay. All right. (laughs) 15 seconds. Timer starts after the first clue. This is a type of cereal that is made uh, from the uh, little, sometimes they're Red Delicious, sometimes they're Fuji. What are those? Those are? Apples? Yes. Yeah, so Apple the Jacks. Correct. Uh, this is when I give away what happens in a movie. It's known as a uh... blank alert. I'm ruining a TV show or movie for you.
1: Uh, oh no! no. <laughs> Damn it,
3: Heather! I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> can,
1: I'm on
0: the can we? Feet? Can yeah. we go ahead and just give that to Ryan? No, anyway. no.
3: I'm sorry, Heather. Thank you for playing. All right,
4: thank you. Oh. She did, a did say spoiler at the buzzer, so she did at least. I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it.
3: I didn't hear yeah. it. I didn't hear it at all. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Ryan. You both tied again, so there is no prize. Ah, uh, well, I appreciate the opportunity. Thank all right, you guys. yes, sir. He very. He, one swore that one was like, "Thank you for this gracious opportunity that has enlightened my world."
0: Ying and right? Yang, man, it's what I love right? about. That's what I love about this show. Hey, All are right.
4: Corbin's, Gimpy.
0: Uh, yeah, I would have passed on that one just straight out. The Who's, who well. gave us that one? That would be the lady across from you. That I don't, don't even know what o- that is.
4: That hoe over there. A thought.
0: See, and that's the thing. Can I say this is the acronym for that yeah. hoe over there? No, you. We've been down
3: We've this been road. Down you there, can't yeah. do
0: that. Yeah. Well, like you couldn't
3: do uh, also known as I couldn't go aka. right.
4: Okay. Well, then I would have described it um, as <laughs> these are like the hookers that are in clubs and they're in a lot of rap songs and you cl- the you Kardashians. Call a, you call <laughs> this to a girl who is a slutty and extra thirsty.
3: I, yeah, that was a tough one. Thought. It was literally for those that are can't see the card, it literally is T H O T with periods in between. It's the acronym for
4: That hoe over there.
3: I've okay. never heard yeah. that vernacular yeah. ever, so it's I'm not I, I wouldn't be that's why I passed.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. and then this is the one that he ended on. This, this is
0: one. this is a stone that you put in on engagement ring.
4: Diamond. This is Gimpy's.
0: Yeah, this is the biggest key
3: on a keyboard.
4: Yeah. The longest one. Yeah. And then so that space bar. It's, of,
3: it's, it's the button you use when you want to put distance between two words. That's where I was heading, at, but nope. nope. And then uh, this is
4: another one.
3: Uh, this is a law in New York. It's called Stop Ann. Nice. Police do this uh, when they're checking you for weapons. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
4: Cavity search? Right. That's
3: where I was
0: going at. Anyway. Okay, <laughs> not that a, didn't not, work Not well. the
3: kind of pullover I want to have. Sometimes
0: anyway. <laughs> your lady gets a little frisky when she's drinking. That's where I was hoping that he would get. And yep. Just drop the Y, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah doesn't matter we're going to take a
3: break and because no one won we're not even going to check the results because it's still the same take which sam loves we'll take a break and we'll be back
2: tulsa's morning show is coming right back the big morning show tulsa's rock station 97.5 kmod
3: Good morning, it's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. For those that don't know, Sam has been not feeling well. She had some dental work done. She's still dealing with that problem on top of her other frustrations that she's dealing with. <laughs> and uh, you're not alone. Gene Simmons also dealing with some medical problems. Aww. Oh, really? He apparently has been having some surgeries. He had a procedure done on Tuesday to remove kidney stones that have been causing him trouble uh, since about 2009.
4: Oh, my God. And, like, for them to go remove them, they have to be huge. Oh,
3: yeah. That means they cannot break them down. Medicine won't. They have a special way to break them down. None of that's working.
4: That's crazy. Because they have so like a laser surgery. they can point at them a to laser. like a laser to <laughs> like break them up so that you can pass them.
3: Uh he's got to go back for another procedure after they removed the uh, stent being removed and any other remnants of the stone. So that means they had to go in and basically this is if you've ever if you've ever had something stuck in a hose. Yeah. And you go and you go. Yeah. If you've ever, it's the reverse of trying to get a strawberry through a milkshake. <laughs> right, right. Uh, yeah. If you've ever had a it's strawberry trying milkshake. trying to
4: blow a strawberry through y- a milkshake.
3: Y- yes. Yes. <laughs> a golf ball through a garden hose type of thing, if you oh, uh, will. Whatever analogy meanful. you would like to use. <laughs> so they put a stin in there to kind of open all that up to kind of right. help it pass. Yeah that hurt. <laughs> I don't do a lot of blowing, believe it or not. <laughs> Whatever your opinion of is, is of me, I don't, <laughs> contrary to popular belief. Uh, yeah. So they had a picture of the kidney stone and it, I, I mean, I see it, but I, I, unless you put a quarter next to it or a thumb, I have no idea what it looks like. God, right?
4: those are so gross that your body just makes those. That's so sick.
3: I think it's amazing that your body oh. makes those. Your body God. takes bad stuff, collects it, puts it over here and just kind of hopes it floats around. And then it, you know, by the way, we better get this out of here. So put it down the garbage chute. Uh,
4: That's insane. Well, it takes it and compacts it as yes. small as it can before yes. it gets rid of it. That's yes. so gross. Any Ugh.
3: any type of bodily waste that happens is fascinating to me. That your body is sophisticated enough to filter out what it needs and what it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And then is like, get rid of... 100% success rate, right? Uh, a Brita water filter ain't that sophisticated. True that. Mm,
4: that's true. True
3: that. So the fact that you're... Uh, the, it's another example of how amazing the human body is. That well, it takes literally all the bad stuff and puts it in de- separate compartments.
0: Yeah, and flushes it And out. then it's like, get rid of it. Yeah.
3: It's, it's fascinating. It's going to hurt,
4: you know, for this to go down the garbage chute, but get rid of it. It'll be fine. I mean, <laughs> the body doesn't
0: care about that. Yeah, as long as it
3: makes I, it better. I mean... It doesn't care about any of the shoots on whether. It <laughs> Ooh, nope. I've had some tear jerkers, some ones that would make grown men me cry. Oh, sure. buddy,
4: that sounds rough.
3: Ain't for the week. It ain't for the week. <laughs> week. Nothing little oat Brand can't fix. Uh, nope. <laughs> make it a little bit easier on everybody. Nope. Uh, we've got uh, conspiracy Thursday that we're going to do. Plus, Jake Brennan from Disgrace Land is going to join us too. If you're familiar with that podcast about. Uh, that you can hear on the iHeartRadio app about musicians and murder and stuff like that and crazy stories with them. So good. It's really good. So we'll talk about all that coming up. Here's Balls Balls and Balls to the Wall Sports.
5: Have I mentioned, as an Oakland A's fan, how I hate the wild card game in Major League Baseball? Well, it happened again last night. Tampa Bay beats Oakland. 5-1 in that wild card round. The A's have now lost nine straight winner-take-all games since 2000, going 1-15 with a chance to advance to the next postseason round. Their only win came in 2006 against the Twins before being swept in the AL Championship Series by the Tigers. It was Yandy Diaz who drove a stake through the heart of the athletics on Wednesday. pair of opposite field solo home runs in Tampa's 5-1 win at Ricky Henderson Field. Diaz, who came off the 60-day injured list Sunday after suffering his left foot from a foul ball on July 22nd, they didn't even think he was going to be in the lineup, and then he hits two home runs last night. Dodgers' rotation probably has some of the greatest pitchers of this generation, mainly Clayton Kershaw and a potential Cy Young Award winner in Young Jun Ryu, but it will be Walker Buehler, former Tulsa Driller. The right-hander with an electric fastball who again the march towards another World Series in Game 1 for the Dodgers as that game tonight will start at 7.37 on TBS against the Washington Nationals. Bueller, who will oppose Nationals lefty Patrick Corbin, downplayed the assignment saying that the order's a little bit less significant than people make it out to be. Okay, alright, well you're still starting Game 1 there. Uh, in the playoffs against the Washington Nationals. And the Rams and the Seahawks will play tonight. Seattle's been one of the more difficult places to play in all of the NFL in the Pete Carroll era, but the Rams have figured it out. They've won three of their past four trips to face the Seahawks. One of those was the most lopsided uh, loss to the uh, Seahawks Pete and Pete Carroll's tenure there for the Rams. So look forward to that tonight on NFL Network. Kickoff is around 7 o'clock. That's Ball to the Wall Sports. Jeremy Poplin, 97.5 KMOD.
3: Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 829 Conspiracy Thursday is going to happen in a second, but first I need to say congratulations to Brett McDonald of Tulsa. Brett heard the cue and is qualified to go to see Guns N' Roses in Las Vegas. All you have to do is listen like Brett did. Another chance coming up every hour today, not just with us, but Lynn and Lunchbox as well. So, yesterday, I'm sorry, uh, Tuesday was the two year anniversary of the shooting in Las Vegas. And here are some questions that have still not been answered. Why did he shoot up a country music concert in Las Vegas? We don't know the answer to that. That has been quite widely publicized as to why did he do it? There has been no motive. That's one of the ones we all know. Why does the shooter have zero social media presence? Mm -hmm.
4: Which is like... Even if you're purposely don't have a Facebook or whatever, at some point you never have, never a LinkedIn, never, like, I I feel like that would be kind of hard not to do to, maybe if you don't currently have one, I get that, but to never have had one, any kind, that's strange.
3: Why does, or why are there only two photos of him? (laughs) If he's somebody who frequented
0: uh, casinos, like they said, there's only two photos of him? Right. Those c- casinos have high, high, high security out there. Like mm-hmm. Cameras all over. the. You can't even see most of them. Right. So they should have more if he is as adamant about gambling as they Wh- say. Well, Wait, which goes on to another thing of why have there been no
3: MGM surveillance videos been released or leaked? There you go
4: yeah that doesn't make much sense either. and to his he has a brother, so his brother never had any photos of him.
3: He did no interviews. right. Mm-hmm. like
4: that's that's
3: which leads to the other thing strange. is why do we not know anything about him?
4: Yeah, that I, I actually never really thought about that like the especially the pictures thing. yeah think of how hard that would be. if anything happened to you, think of all the people you knew in high school, college, nobody has photos of you. Nobody. That's N- Or that's has anything crazy. to say about you. Yeah, that is really crazy.
3: How did he get a giant cache of weapons into a casino or a hotel? A giant cache. Yeah. There's is- been photos of him, the video of him getting it in with uh, on the dolly and in luggage, but that much stuff I would
0: think would raise some flags, but maybe not. Guns are heavy. Just one gun. Is- and clang. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And if you got a suitcase full of them, imagine how hard that would be to carry. Why was he always traveling around the world?
3: That one, I'm like, wait, hold on. Do we not know anything about him, or do we know he was traveling around the world? Right.
4: Well, I thought he had just traveled a bunch of different casinos.
3: Why did a woman tell the crowd at the concert they were all going to die 45 minutes before the massacre? That one we've talked about before, Mm. and that that uh, was—the story's not right on that.
4: Right, and uh, like— I want to say that it was a crazy coincidence and she didn't exactly say everyone's going to die.
3: Yeah. Uh why was he cremated? To me that doesn't isn't a giant conspiracy question.
4: I mean if nobody claims your body isn't that just what he He had do? a wife. Oh right, yeah.
3: And a brother. Why were the fuel tanks at the airport shot? For if you've never been to Vegas, right across from uh the uh casino that Mandalay Bay is the airport. Okay. And you can see the runway and planes land and take off and everything. If you're on that side of the casino, Mm -hmm. is saying it, which is where the festival was and where he was shooting from, faces the airport. And that the gas tanks, the tanks where they keep all the fuel for the planes, apparently there were bullet holes or
0: bullet dents. Okay. Hmm. Why was he shooting at them? Well, I think, and I, you can just speculation on this one. It's you're you're aiming out a window at a crowd and just kind of spraying and praying. Okay, so there's going to be a few that get away. And if the airport's that close, as you say it is, I could see a few stray bullets hitting the tanks. Not doing it on purpose. You're just just trying to hit anything and everything.
4: What a creepy thing. Sorry, you said like spraying and praying. Mm -hmm. I've only heard that used of like somebody defending themselves, not attacking people. So
3: uh, Brandon Webb, a Navy SEAL. Uh, has a podcast called Clearly Hot, and when this event happened, he talked about guns and stuff like that, and anybody who makes statement like that mm-hmm. are not trained on how to shoot a weapon carefully because if you are spraying and praying, mm-hmm. you have no
0: business shooting a weapon because you're not trained on how to aim and shoot. Exactly. And yeah, that's what that's I call fair. It spraying and praying. You're just spraying everywhere and praying that you hit something. And, and that's called, used in Call of Duty quite a bit. And place. when you have a bump,
3: bump stock on it, mm-hmm. y- you're, you're you, are, you have no idea what you're doing. You cannot control where everything goes. So, oh, okay. I think Gibby might be onto to something with it. Uh, that's why a couple maybe went over towards the airport. Uh, why did ISIS claim responsibility? Why did uh, uh, Jesus Campos drive to Mexico days after being shot with security guards? Right. Right. Why do multiple witnesses claim there were two more shooters? That has been talked about before because of the way the buildings are, the echo hitting buildings and bouncing around. It sounds
0: like there's multiple shooters for sure. Uh, Why are the
3: victims of the shooting not involved with gun control groups? Okay. Typically, when events happen like that, people that uh, survived get involved in gun control stories Mm -hmm. or gun control groups or protests or movements. Why are the families of the victims so quiet? Uh,
4: I mean, I remember right after the festival, they did like a 2020 episode or some kind of episode where they interviewed all of all of the families and like the surviving wife. And like, I think they interviewed like 10 people. But maybe after that, you just want privacy.
0: I mean, we're still hearing from Parkland shooters. I was about mm-hmm. to say mm-hmm. the families. exact same thing. Uh, oh, okay. And then after... Um, after the one out north or whatever you heard from those families quite a bit the mm-hmm. aurora movie
3: theater we just talked about it yesterday exactly mm-hmm.
0: why does the shooter's wife live in a
3: luxurious home mm-hmm. i mean i she makes a me, lot of is, money that is that is a weird connection mm-hmm. that doesn't necessarily mean she was given money to shut up or whatever she's being funded by terrorists man yeah, yes <laughs> why was the case dropped so quickly are the case closed so quickly it did feel like it closed rather quickly yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. rather than we're not gonna give up until we have the answers Mm
4: -hmm. yeah and plus like at all everybody obviously wants to know that was involved and that saw it happen so that is kind of crazy that it just ended so quickly
3: why did the las vegas police not reveal that they discharged around into the shooter's room at first so when they approached the room, they shot into the room mm-hmm. and they never said that in the beginning.
4: Maybe they're scared. I don't
3: know. Well, I don't I don't know if that's true, but I, I don't know if that is a connection to anything. I, why would that be relevant? What would that prove or disprove?
4: Yeah.
3: Uh, why did Jesus Campos not want notoriety for allegedly being a hero? Here's one for you. I don't remember what he did. He knocked on the door, maybe? Yeah. Is that right? And he got shot through the door?
0: Yeah.
4: Yeah, I think that's what happened. But maybe... He didn't
3: want notoriety. I remember that. Uh, yeah, He didn't do one interview. N-
4: maybe that is because he... I mean, that was a traumatic thing that happened, and he didn't want to always be attached to that, or didn't want the scrutiny of media, or I feel yeah. like there's a thousand reasons why... Logical maybe someone, reasons. Yeah, right. why someone wouldn't want to be the hero.
0: Doesn't want all the attention that goes with it. Yeah, I could...
3: I, I could, could see, see that. I
4: could wrap my head around why someone wouldn't want that.
0: We as humans,
3: when we don't get all the full story, we just start making stuff up mm-hmm. because we can't accept we don't know.
4: Yeah, we're filling in our own blanks. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: We tell a different, we tell whatever story we want to ourselves. To me, the most bizarre thing of all these questions that isn't clear is one, why was the case closed so quickly? Mm-hmm. Why did it not stay open? Right? Why did they Not create just a special task force. That's all they did until it was figured out. Mm -hmm. There was a
0: hard drive that was removed from his computer. What happened to that hard drive? Yeah.
4: Yeah, That is right.
0: Because it's all a cover up, man. Well, that's what some are gun control.
3: Some are implying Mm -hmm. that he was a gun trafficker for the government. Yeah. And traffic guns to ISIS.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Wow.
3: I heard it was a deal gone bad. Uh, that's how he was able to get all of those weapons. mm -hmm. That's the other part. If he bought all these weapons, there's got to be video surveillance of him buying weapons. Unless he bought them all at a gun show.
0: Well, I mean, I don't know. You meet out in the middle of the desert, right? Sure. And I'm not talking about the gun trafficking part if he bought them legitimately. Oh, yeah. If he bought them legitimately, for sure, there would be a paper trail somewhere. His credit card history. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So maybe he did get them all from a private dealer or a gun show, like he said.
3: You tell me the guys that want to try and get money out of me because I looked at porn and they tell me they're going to leak the video can tell me far more about me than they can tell about this. Hire the guys that do that to investigate this guy.
4: Which still, it, that to me is the biggest question that seems unrealistic that you have no social media presence and that no one knows you or has photos of you or stories of you because anytime anything bad happens, like there's people that come forward like, I went to high school with him. What was it like to know Jeffrey Dahmer? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, right. no, it, like, whether you do something amazing or horrible, there's still people that want to go on Dr. Phil to talk about the six months that they knew you. So it's kind of crazy that there's nobody?
0: It says here this text, it's like, why aren't the victims involved in gun control? Well, it's a country music festival, not exactly the gun control demographic. Uh, Florida isn't exactly
3: the non-gun control demographic and it right. happened there and right. they went to do it. Right. Colorado is more wildlife than anything else mm. and when that happened in Colorado, those are pro-gun people too. Right, right, right. So really. that I don't know that's kind
0: of a an ogre type of mentality. Yeah. To think that. It also goes on to say the case uh, was given up on fairly quickly because all the lines of investigation didn't go anywhere. It says all the leads just petered out.
4: I doubt that. Yeah. Uh, And by the way, they got a hard drive. Yeah. And
0: it wouldn't track. It would be every purchase he's
3: made, every site he's ever visited. Right.
4: There's like murder investigations that have taken eight years because they have a lead three years later or like, you know, something random happens that they have to hunt Mm. down. So you're telling me after two years, every single lead from all these people that died and all this information that they could possibly find that all those petered out? Every last one of them. I, that. Yeah, that seems super unlikely.
3: And you're clearly not awake. <laughs> you're not woke. <laughs>
4: you're not woke.
3: If you're you're not paying attention,
4: yeah. that's, that's my
3: favorite thing. If you don't see it, you're not paying attention.
0: You're probably
3: right. You're, I don't know. Oh, if, okay. I'm not <laughs> alluding. That. I personally am not alluding mm-hmm. that anything weird's happening. I'm saying these are weird questions. Absolutely.
4: Yeah. That, because so much other stuff has happened, like the Parkland shooting and all these other things, that we forget that, I mean, at least me, until you're reading those, that I forgot that, oh, yeah, we don't have answers to that. What happened with that?
3: To me, this, okay, this may sound horrible, but let me get through it. On In regards to, well, they, the lead's petered out. It's the biggest mass shooting in America. Mm-hmm. That isn't, you know, two people died at a, at a business. Yeah because of disgruntled employee. It is the biggest mass shooting in America. To me, it shouldn't be closed, period. We're not going to give up. We're we're going to keep taking tips. We're going to keep getting resources. We're going to keep looking.
4: Right, like, so they could have some random town in California that keeps looking after someone was murdered 40 years ago and they find an answer, but after two years, you're giving up on uh, where a bunch of Americans got killed?
3: Uh, a year. They closed that case after a year.
4: Yeah, oh, right, yeah. So a year later, that seems, that seems crazy. So
3: I can understand the idea of, oh, well, the, the, the leads petered out was the term I believe was used. <laughs> um, that's, I don't think that's a, a industry term. Um, but <laughs> to me, it's like, no, 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 keep going. Are you telling me they just went, oh, well. well
4: nothing else Biggest to do mass here. shooting in
3: America. And they're like, ah, who knows? That doesn't make sense to me. So to me, that's, that's a big question. One's like, why did the, they not report the police shooting? Cuz.
4: Well, I feel like there's bigger fish to fry, like bigger answers to know before that one. <laughs> how about the amount of
3: security cameras that are in a casino? Mm-hmm. There's tons of them. If you've ever been to a casino, they have them. In the, in the casinos here, there's a ton of cameras. In Vegas, there's even more. Right. It's insane how many are there. And they didn't notice him drilling holes and doors to set up cameras. Right. Right. They didn't notice any of that? Hmm. They didn't notice his ability to have all that stuff? No one ever checked his room?
4: Yeah. I'm
3: under the impression, even if you put Do Not Disturb on a room, and you're in a high roller suite?
4: You can they, still go in there.
3: They, oh, yeah, just because you put Do Not Disturb. It's their room. Yeah. yeah, hotel staff still can go in. They can. But I'm saying if he's a high roller, wouldn't they check on him? Because he had a high roller suite. You think?
4: Right. And if you're a high roller, they're expecting you to spend money. So if you were just like holed up in your room, what are you doing here? Go gamble, right?
0: I would, I mean, that's the way it's been depicted uh, in the movies. Mm. Says uh, there's text here. Pretty sure you didn't use a rifle used an M249 Saw. But I'd have to listen to the video. And I, when that first came out, right, when, when all this first happened and they're like, uh, was, uh, it, it was an AR, you know, with the bump stock, this and that, I'd listen to it. I'm like, that sounds way too heavy, way too heavy for an AR of sorts. But what do I know? Okay, it sounds like a machine gun. And it sounded like there were multiple ones. I get it with the buildings and the echo and the whatnots. So that's why it sounds like multiple shooters. But the sound of the rifle itself sounded like something a lot heavier than that.
3: It's an interesting text. Nobody really knows me except for a few family members. There's no pictures on the internet. I could do all kinds of stuff, but I'm not going to. Obviously, point being is I don't have a lot of social media preferences. What their uh, mm-hmm. exposure is, what they're saying, and only a few family members know me. You still have a history online, yeah, for sure, right? I get that you don't have social media, but and there may be no pictures. You ever bought anything on the internet? Mm. And the answer may be no.
4: But even, okay, maybe you don't have a social media, but you're telling me that anytime that a camera has been in your vicinity that you've ducked out, you're probably on pictures on Facebook and you don't even know, especially if it, you're not on possible. there. It's possible. Yeah. You've Very never true. been
3: at lo- a, a local fair? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and the answer still may be no, mm-hmm. right? I believe that people can go through society and not have a picture on the internet. Yeah. I totally believe that. I don't know if you're abstained nowadays from being completely, no no chance of being on the internet. Yeah, I'll give you an example. from it. We have, I had a toilet leak, right? And I went and bought some universal um, parts to repair it. Mm-hmm. Didn't work. I looked at the manufacturer's site. They have parts. I read some things. You have to buy this part from them. Don't use universal parts. It won't work. Mm-hmm. Well, I had to buy the part online. It was the only way to get the part. Yeah. And I'm not saying it had to be like mine. I'm, the point I'm trying to make is, it's damn near impossible to avoid being on the internet. And- whether it's through credit card expenses, mm-hmm. whether it's
0: through looking at your bank balance, it's it. I get where you're at, but there are people who live completely, totally off the grid. Hermits, right? Sure. Have zero
3: technology. Absolutely. No Those phones. people aren't high rollers, quote unquote, in casinos. That's the key right, right there. Right, flying
4: all the time. And, and like, even if you are the person that lives out in the woods and mm-hmm. maybe you don't have a social media presence online, the average person, it would be really super duper hard to avoid. Like, Corbin... You don't have a Facebook, but I guarantee in Christmas party pictures, you're in the background. I have I pictures might with you. I be on your, fo- your yeah, Facebook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe you're not on it, but you for sure are on mine and you're on Gimpy's and you're in the background of somebody else's photo. For like sure. er, You're in the group picture. like That, for the average person, yeah. would be super hard to avoid.
3: Uh, here's a great example. Ted Kaczynski lived in a, in a cabin in the woods, mm-hmm. totally off the grid, right? He still bought things. Mm-hmm. Right. And was tracked on what he bought.
0: Right, or how else would they have caught him?
4: Yeah, that's, and especially... So you can be
3: a hermit, you can be off, quote, the grid, but the moment you buy anything, you go into any public place, you're on the grid. Yeah, you never
4: bought a a Pringles can at an airport? Come on. (laughs) You're literally going to have to be the guy
3: that lives in Alaska and lives off the land, trades for all your goods, Right, all that stuff.
4: And that you've done that your whole life, too. Like, you can't just be like, I'm starting now, because even if you were to start now, you would still have stuff from before. So that right. would have to be a commitment you made for your entire right. life, which clearly this guy hadn't, because traveling.
3: The moment you decided to get in your car and drive to Vegas from Alaska or whatever, you were living in this hermit location, mm-hmm. you would be on the grid through yeah. tracking of your license plate, going through to- If you think you can drive down the creek Turnpike turnpike and your car's not getting a picture taken of, you're living in a fantasy land. They're pic- taking a picture of your license plate every time you drive through a toll gate.
4: Yeah, when you watch Dateline, that's how they find murderers.
3: But this guy, and there's cameras on the streets in Las Vegas. Oh, nothing. Yeah. Bizarre.
4: Nothing that's been released yet.
3: And again, I'm not saying anything's weird in regard, like, <laughs> he was worked for the government. Maybe he did. I don't know. There's still some questions that why aren't those answers available? For sure, I believe that there are some answers that they know and they're not sharing.
1: Yeah.
3: Conspiracy Thursday, we're gonna take a break and we'll be back.
2: Tulsa's Morning Show continues next. The Big Man Morning Show on Tulsa's Rock Station, 975 KMOD.
3: Good morning, it's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. Can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Uh, some people texting in, Ted isn't getting caught by his purchases, his brother turned. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they still had to build a case. And to build a case, they had to go back through everything. Mm-hmm. So I didn't say the right term, but ultimately it's the same thing to prove he did those things. Right. Uh, someone sent this text, which is fascinating. I don't, I don't know if Gimpy knows anything about this. Any car over 2009 and above has a GPS that can be tracked by the government. That pro- They provide it to the TV show The Hunted, which contestants were th- on the run and got $250,000 if they were caught by the government agencies first. Huh. The show aired on CBS like two years ago, I believe. I don't remember the show. I rem- uh, That show doesn't... There was a show called The Hunted, but I thought that was the LeBron James show where he's running through the streets. Oh, no. I don't know. Where not th- know. Not he. Uh, people are running through the streets. So, like, you go against, average Joes go against
0: real athletes. All right, and, like, physically running. And physical events, Yeah, Not, not oh, just okay. running against, yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Well, that's the movie, The Hunted. They say this is a TV show, huh?
3: Yeah. The Hunted Game Show is a competition series that centers on nine teams of two as they are fugitives on the run from highly skilled investigators each pair attempts to use their wits to evade capture for 28 days in a hundred thousand square mile region in the southern southeastern united states in order to win two hundred fifty thousand dollars. how did this show not do good yeah that sounds
4: awesome
0: it didn't last that long january to march is what it says
4: did they all get caught is that why (laughs) they're
0: like
3: well this
4: ended quicker than Uh. we thought
3: there was a uk show i'm gonna go look for this yeah this looks fascinating. How is it only on one season? So there were multiple teams and two teams basically won.
4: So they didn't get hunted.
3: No, they, right. They evaded for the whole right. the duration of the time. Yeah. It's competition. Is nine teams? Each pair attempts to use their wits in a vague capture for 28 days. I'm fascinated by this.
4: I would be screwed. There's no
3: way. And I find it hard to believe the government would allow them to use this special tracking device in my car. That seems a little bit of an invasion of privacy. Right. It seems a little unconstitutional for the government to track. Now, cell phone company, Uh I'm giving them permission with my phone.
4: And maybe even with my car, since it has that... Capability that maybe when I sign something that's saying like oh yeah you can track my car I don't care I'm, find that, me that
3: may be true then it has to be the General Motors or the or the Ford's oh, right. or whoever right, right. not yeah. the government the government the actual, cannot do it
4: right
0: now I could see yeah it's got you know cars have GPS in it you can track them that way by you know uploading their whatever but sure there's a lot there's dealerships out there I I don't know about like every car coming stock from the factory with a GPS on it but I do know. That there are dealerships out there that'll put a GPS in your car in case they have to repossess it, right? Like a LoJack, right? Exactly.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. They've done. They've had those for a long time, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Don't they
4: even have something where if you don't pay your bill, they can turn your car off remotely so that you can't start it?
3: Some companies that sell uh, cars that way or rent out cars or whatever. Yes, mm-hmm. rental car companies use that, from what I understand, too. But Apparently and yeah, yeah, there are GPS in cars, but. And it may go through a government satellite, right? Yeah. And they may track you, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, but they can't publicly go, yeah, we track you in your car.
0: Right. That's invasion of privacy.
3: Right. Even Malaysian Airlines, right, that flight went missing, be- and they tried to track it, and they were able to track it based after it quit communicating with traffic control mm-hmm. because the engine was communicating with a satellite to communicate back to the manufacturer. Right. Mm. So mm. the manufacturer could have create the best engine possible to collect data. Mm. That's something that they put in there. So they used it for good in that moment. Tricky. But I'm curious to know more about the show and this device that apparently is available, the government has in your car.
4: I would be fine with that because I always worry about getting into like a car accident and getting trapped in my car, like whatever, sliding off the road into a ditch or something and, you know, being stuck in my car for pinned in my car for like a crazy amount of time and so i would be fine if they're like oh we can't we haven't been able to find sam for four days she's missing right go track her car down
3: well we've told stories on the air okay for one you wouldn't need it on your car because that's they have if you could call nine one one and they have find my iphone right or find your phone or whatever and they've been we've told countless stories of people that have found loved ones based off of that
4: yeah only if like you if i've shared with jeff your wife whoever your significant other that they could go into my phone and look without my permission like meaning it's set up on my computer where i can have jeff go do that because right. if not if you haven't had that set up then right you it's can't, not an automatic you're yeah, right you can't do that which anyways the point being i'm afraid of getting trapped in a car do so you jeff i have don't that? care yes i have an if i go missing folder
3: no on your phone Does is, is it enabled so he can track your phone
4: Oh, no, but it's enabled on the the desktop, so he can go through my iTunes and all that stuff to go find my phone. But I can't look and tell you where he is right now. Not ready for that.
0: So, least- so
3: he can track you, but you can't track him?
4: No, we can. It's <laughs> just, like, through the computer, I would have to go home to be able to do that through our desktop. It's not. On, uh, I'm not familiar with that. It's not on each other's phone. Like, I can't be like, oh, he's at work right now, or how you can see if your yeah. wife is pulling you, up to somewhere. Yeah,
3: you can sign into iCloud and do that from anywhere. If you have it set up on either one of your phones. But I don't know how you would do it on the desktop.
4: Because you can go through the iCloud or whatever and do the find my phone.
3: But you can do it anywhere, on any computer.
4: Oh, I didn't know that. I thought it was only from that one because yeah. that's the only place I've ever done it from.
0: Gimby. Well, I found an article. Now, this is from 2013 for sure. But it just it's from Wired. Wired magazine, okay? Wired.com. It says, no warrant needed to track your car with a GPS device. So the feds don't need... A warrant to track your Say car. Say that again? It says, Feds, no warrant needed to track your car with a GPS device. Because? I was just going through, I was trying to read the article as quick as I Okay, could. well, we need the reason why. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, because like um, on, I don't know, on Dateline and stuff, they always talk about like having to need a warrant to put a GPS on someone's car and they want to see where the yes. guy is going, mm-hmm. that they can't just do that. They have to have a warrant.
3: If I understand correctly, in the state of Oklahoma, you can't, Put a tracker on someone's car. Without their knowledge, it's a crime. Okay. Yeah. you personally like, I couldn't put one on yours, you couldn't put one on mine. But that would hold true for the government as well. Yeah.
4: Right, like police couldn't do that.
3: Right. From from what I understand, I'm sure I've got that wrong. Somebody sent a text and they said that uh, the person was wrong. They didn't use car GPS, they used tolls. It set off their location. They give you a card to use so they know when and if you use the card. Hmm. They said it was a pretty good series. OnStar tracks you. Right. So if you have OnStar oh, in your car, even if you don't subscribe to it, mm-hmm. they can track you where you are.
4: That makes me feel uh,
3: better. It's a black box in your vehicle like an airplane. Oh, uh, that's I news to me.
4: I didn't know that either.
3: That's news to me. Government works for us, but if someone steals our vehicle, they can give us a quick look up for it. Uh, to look up our vehicle on track is BS. Yes. With government owns OnStar. I thought GM or Chevy or somebody owned all- OnStar. It was a collaboration.
4: Yeah, I thought they all shared it. They're like, it's hey, the way that
3: I, un- I understood it,
4: we're going to put this button in your car and make your life so much easier."
3: Yeah, I I'm fascinated by this and would like to know more. I don't know if this is one of those, you know the government tracks your car type of things, right? Or like, no, the government has a thing and they put it in your car. I think they're I feel like there. I've read a story where there is a black box in your car, quote unquote, but it's for the car manufacturer, right? It's not the government. Isn't like, hey, you've got to put in uh, rearview mirrors, uh, blinkers, and
0: this black box. What's the black box for? Right, like they don't. You know what I mean? Like I don't
3: think. I don't think it's like an airplane. What'd you find out?
0: Uh, I didn't find out much of anything. It was just that they were fighting for it or whatever. So. Who was fighting for it? The uh, the government's fighting for, hey, we don't need a warrant to track your car via okay. GPS. Okay.
4: Oh, but it hasn't been in place yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like I said, that article's from 2013, so. Uh,
3: it does seem when someone goes missing, the first thing that is always found is the car. Sure, because cars are hard to hide.
1: Right. 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 <laughs>
3: I don't care how many branches you put over it on the side of the road. It's quite obvious there's a car there. <laughs> Right?
4: Unless in those crazy cases where you just run off the road and you're somehow covered in a ditch.
3: If you were going to hide a car, Sam, where would you hide it? If you had to make yourself disappear or allude that you had disappeared, where would you dispose of your car?
4: Oh, probably somewhere in the country, like where my mom lives. There's like a lot of roads I feel like no one has driven down in a long time. So I'd probably just park it, you know, back behind some deer stand or something.
0: Still visible via helicopter. Yep. You can still find it. If you really want to hide your car. Hide it in a cave. I mean that if, if you can find a cave a that cave, yeah. you can put it in that no
3: one goes in yeah. and is wide enough for your car, sure. Yeah, why not? Uh, in in a lake or a pond, like especially a water retention pond that always has water in it.
0: Mm. Yeah, okay. But see, you got to do it where you don't leave tracks. See, and there's another thing that it goes when when you dump your car in the lake or a pond or something like that. Some old man fishing is going to find it.
3: Not necessarily. There was a water retention pond Mm -hmm. on the east side of town, I think. And they found a car in it, and it was a missing. It was a missing guy in the car. They found his remains in it, yep. and it had been there since the seventies. Wow,
0: wow. But but they, they found, found it because sure. they needed to drain it or whatever reason N- had to do some work. The water or re-
3: went down or during the, when there wasn't very much. You know, we were having the drought stuff. Yeah, me, and that
0: that that's when they found it. That's another thing you got
2: to take into
0: consideration there. You know, droughts come around and they dry up those retention ponds. Is that a bumper uh, to a Buick? Right. I, yeah.
1: Imagine and you, you can't family? set it on fire, right? Yeah.
0: Because the, it would
3: burn so hot. There'd be so much smoke. Nowadays, people see smoke, they investigate. Mm-hmm. And then you couldn't, uh, you couldn't, uh, the ash with the burn mark on the ground would be too, far too prevalent. Oh, yeah. It unless you could go that. somewhere that you know is desolate and could burn it and no one would notice it. In a cave in the middle of nowhere.
4: Right. In a cave. <laughs> You're right. That's you gotta fam- drive up to Maine.
3: Would that family be devastated or would they be relieved?
4: Well, I mean, I was just thinking since the 70s, so your whole life, you're like, hey, maybe our, our son's missing. We don't have an answer. Maybe he was murdered. Like, this is strange. Him and his car just disappeared. Did he abandon our family? And then I think you'd be relieved after that whole time. But that's just sad because of how long it passed where they didn't have an answer.
3: Another one, hide it in a junkyard. Yep. That's not bad that's either. That's true. Oh. Uh, car crushers, for sure. Yeah, you got to know someone that'll let you in. Yep. Yep. you got to pay someone that'll let you uh, hide it. There's a place near my wife's family's house and they just, it's like somebody's land and it's just littered with cars. It's not a junkyard. It's a private residence. <laughs> Even like down into the embankment, into the river, like it's just trashed. Wow. And if you could go on their land and be like, I'll give you a thousand dollars. Let me store this car here.
4: Don't ask any questions. I didn't murder anybody. Don't worry Sam, about it. Sam, those
3: exist. <laughs> those, those people exist. Oh yeah, they do. Well, I don't ha-
4: care if you murdered somebody.
3: <laughs> yeah. There are Ooh. people that, yeah.
4: Man, not me. I have a huge mouth, and you <laughs> cannot tell me a secret to, to be like, oh, here's $1,000 to keep this possible murder secret. No way.
3: Yeah. Someone text in, they haven't found Hoffa. True. 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 Or they don't want you to, want you to think they found him. Right.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. His remains are in a basement somewhere. Get a backhoe and bury it. I don't think that's a bad idea either.
4: Uh, all right. That's a good idea. <laughs> hey but man, then, uh, uh, how many people do you know with a backhoe?
3: It- There's a joke there, but I'm going to let it go.
4: <laughs> We're going to
2: take a break
3: and we'll be back.
2: Tulsa's morning show is coming right back. The Big Man Morning Show. Tulsa's Rock Station. 97.5 KMOD.
3: Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918 460 KMOD can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Another thing I had real quick is that in Oregon, they found a dead bull in a timbered ravine in eastern Oregon, and there was no indication it had been shot, attacked by predators, or had eaten anything poisonous, and the bull's sex organs and tongue had been removed, and What's all the blood was gone. A few days later, four more Uh, Hefford bulls were found within a two-mile radius of the same incident. There were no tracks around the carcasses. Management and law enforcement suspect that someone has killed the bulls, and ranch hands have been advised to travel in pairs and to go armed. And ever since the bulls were found uh, over several days in July, the Sheriff's Department has received many calls and emails from people speculating what who or anything would be responsible for this happening? And the theories range from scavengers, such as carabin bugs eating the carcasses, to people attacking the animals to cause financial harm to ranchers. One person suggested that they look, the, look for craters underneath the carcasses, saying it would be evidence the bulls had been levitated into a spaceship, mutilated, <laughs> and then dropped back to the ground.
1: What?
3: The Sheriff's Department is leading the investigation that it also involves state police and has run into only dead ends with no witnesses. Well, then just drop it. It must be over. Then. Right. <laughs> they treat it like they do in Las Vegas. If anyone has concrete information or knows any of the cases that have been solved in the past, we would love the help. Uh, Vice President for a ranch that, it, that owned the Bulls has a theory. We think the crime is being perpetrated by some sort of cult. They're saying that the mutilation of livestock around the West and Midwest in the 70s struck fear in rural areas and thousands of cattle and other livestock were found dead with their reproductive organs and some parts of their faces removed in territory ranging from Minnesota to New Mexico. Ranchers began carrying guns. Folks said helicopters had been heard around the kill sites. Federal agency canceled an inventory by helicopter of its lands in Colorado, worried it would get shot down senators urged the fbi to investigate according to documents saying it lacked jurisdiction the fbi agreed to investigate cases on tribal lands but the mutilations stopped former fbi agent who headed the investigation said there was no indication that any other common predators were responsible cases have emerged periodically since then in the 80s a few cows were found dead and mutilated in oregon Most recently have been cases in ranches near Flagstaff, Arizona, and some of the mutilations can be attributed to natural causes. An animal drops dead, the blood pools at the bottom of the carcass, the carcass bloats, the skin dries out, and splits. The tears often appear surgical. Carrion bugs, birds, and uh, other scavengers go for soft tissue like rectum genitals and udders and eyes to withdraw the fluid. (laughs) Yuck! All right. Yuck! I don't know if I believe that it is cults and things that was always something that you know was the joke don't go into the woods you'll be (laughs) sacrificed I'd be surprised if that was really a thing
5: how do Jalen Hurts numbers compare to former Heisman Trophy winners at the University of Oklahoma as Jalen Hurts has jumped to either the second or the first favorite in a lot of sports books for the Heisman Trophy well pretty comparable 2019 Jalen Hurts 66 attempts, 85 completions with 77.6% completion rate. Now, Kyla Murray had a 68.2, Baker Mayfield, 75.2, Sam Bradford, 72%, and Jason White, 65%. So in many instances, Jalen Hurts is putting up a better percentage than what former Heisman Trophy winners at Oklahoma accomplished during their Heisman Trophy winning season. Two, the NFL, where much of the speculation about where Jalen Ramsey could end up was put to an end last night where Shad Khan, he's the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, says that he has no plan to trade the cornerback. Khan told the AP on Wednesday the best thing is to have him be a part of the team. He spoke exclusively to the AP as part of this announcement in which he's also becoming the majority investor in the Black News Channel, which will be the nation's only 24-hour news network aimed at African-American viewers. NFL tonight, it's the Rams and Seahawks on the NFL Network work the Rams are one of the only teams to have figured out how to beat the Seahawks in Seattle they've won three of their past four trips to face the Seahawks and uh, including giving one of Pete Carroll's worst losses ever as a head coach USA Swimming's being investigated by the federal government who alleged that the organization went out of their way to discredit sexual abuse claims by athletes, hid their assets, and got rebates in the form of hundreds of thousands of dollars from its own insurance company. The probe is being led by the U.S. Attorney's Office in Manhattan. Investigators want to know if swimmers and other athletes felt pressure to perform sex acts on coaches in exchange for receiving prime spots in competition. The Rays beat the A's last night 5-1 to one in the AL wildcard, and tonight... National League Division Series gets started between the Dodgers and the Washington Nationals.
3: Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918 460 KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 829 45. Chase Walker of Tahlequah heard the cue and has qualified for flight 666 to Voodoo Fest in New Orleans. And Chase might be seeing Guns N' Roses amongst other bands that'll be playing at Voodoo Fest. And uh, we'll hook him up with airfare, hotel, tickets, of course, and a thousand dollars if he wins. The contest that'll happen out at Inner Circle Vodka bar a week from tomorrow. Thanks to Myers Durr and Harley Davidson for making that happen. Another chance to get qualified, it's happening all day today. Linen Lunchbox are gonna have chances all day, every hour on Thursdays. You can get qualified for flight six 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 to Voodoo Fest in New Orleans if you've never been to New Orleans. I think there are some places in America everybody should go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think New Orleans is one of them. I think New York New York City wow. is one of them. I think, like somewhere on the west coast, Seattle, san francisco, l a anywhere over there, like n- you need to see those type of places, mm. because I think you just get you just overstimulated with how different they are.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: when you go to New York City and you're like, "What is going on <laughs> You go into your hotel room, it looks like a normal normal hotel room, and then you come out of the hotel room into the street and you're like, this is insanity.
0: <laughs> There's too many people. It's, ah! it's over-stimulation.
3: So the stimulation is just on a 10. You go to California and you're outside and you're like, this is just beautiful. Mm-hmm. Or you go to the coast in, in Seattle or Oregon and you're like, this is just gorgeous, just a gorgeous place. You get out of the airport in Seattle and you drive to wherever and you're like, look at these trees. Just happy little trees. Like, it's just awesome. <laughs> just New so Orleans green. is another city that you can just feel the history happening right there and the food and the music and thinking this, the um, organic way things grew there in terms of culture is just one of those cool cities to go to. And, you know, there, there's always the possibility of beads. Beads. Of course. Never Love those beads. Those two lived together. Who would have ever thought? Some guy created a bead, you know, like, I'm going to sell these plastic beads. If there was ever a drunk history on plastic beads, it would probably start with, I'm going to make these beads and necklaces and no one bought them. And he was like, I have an idea.
1: <laughs>
3: I'm going to make convince people women get naked. To show their breasts for them. They, and the bigger the beads, the bigger they'll have, to, the more they'll have to do. Mm-hmm. What about the guys? No one will care about the guys.
4: Oh no, no, no. Man, it was always on my bucket list to go shun my boobs in New Orleans to get some beads. Like-
0: Pause. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of things to live for in mm-hmm. life, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. Goals. <laughs> Aspirations. Yes, yes.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. Um showing your breast at any location mm-hmm. seems like a weird goal and aspiration so my question is one when did you make that goal two is Good it still question. your goal mm-hmm. and three how old were you when you stopped letting it be your goal if that happened
4: so probably like i would say probably in like high school when i knew that that was like a thing and i'd seen it in movies and stuff that i'm like oh i want to do that in you know when you're In high school, beginning of college, you don't think you're ever going to get old. So you're just like, in the near future, I want to do that. Because it just (laughs) seems like the thing to do when you go to New Orleans. Like, that's the experience that you should have. And anybody, like, if, if I met somebody on the street or a listener and they're like, Oh, you know, this weekend I showed my boobs to a bunch of people at a bar. I'd be like, that's skanky. But if you tell me, oh, I did it at New Orleans during Mardi Gras, I'd be like, that's awesome. <laughs> less skanky. Yeah, it's, it's like true. it's like on Halloween. You could dress as slutty as you want. No one can judge you. No one can judge you in New Orleans for showing your boobs. So I feel like that's the appropriate place to do it. And it just is like something that seems like I've just I had always wanted to do that. I didn't think until right now when you were talking about it that that's no longer a goal I should have because I just so, haven't been. hold on.
1: At 9.05, yeah. it was
3: still a goal for you. Yeah. But now at yeah, you're like, nah.
4: Yeah. Like, Why?
3: What changed in five
5: minutes?
4: That I'm too old to be doing that and I and I it just clicked that like maybe Jeff wouldn't like it if I did it that much or he would he wouldn't like it that much if I did it and I ask my
3: wife if that's something she wants to do maybe it's a female thing
4: and maybe maybe she there's like a period in her life where she's like yeah for like five years but I wouldn't go do that now because while you were saying that I was like oh yeah if I went now I don't think I would do that I mean it depends how much tequila I've had but (laughs) also I don't think I think that that time in my life has passed and I'm just going to have to die with that knock chalk Ch- checked off my bucket no list. No way, no
0: way, Sammy. You wait until you're like, I don't know, 65, 70-ish or whatever, and then go make your dreams come yeah, true. Yeah, but then,
4: okay, right. then you're not gonna- Every day.
0: Don't ever day, don't let anybody
3: ever tell you, no, you can't have dreams.
4: Because then, they're not sexy boobs that are flashing. At that point, they are for the novelty of 65-year-old boobs that are flashing. You know what I mean?
3: Either way, people will give you beads for them.
4: Yeah, that's true, but I want to be, I want my boobs to be desired, not to be like, hey, she's old and she's still doing it
3: i don't think that happens and you don't look old by the way so no no, no. at
4: 65 it, like give oh, okay. me saying i should do it at 65 yeah. at that age is what yeah. i'm saying i don't think i can
3: you make a compelling argument i think concerts are the number one place where it is totally acceptable and no one judges you if you do Ooh,
4: it Oh, okay yeah
3: concerts are the only place where that happens all right jake uh brennan is joining us from disgraceland if you've never heard the podcast it's a great podcast he's on the phone with us now hey jake how are you Doing great. How you doing? I'm good, man. Thanks for ta- talking to us. Uh, Jake uh, also has a book out, and it's called Disgraceland, Musicians Getting Away with Murder and Behaving Very Badly. And I wanted to talk about one of them in your book, which we got an advanced copy of, and it's about Sid Vicious. Sid Vicious, they played here, one of their only shows in America, on January 12th, 1978. Hard to believe that he would have killed Nancy 10 months later and then be dead in a year, all from... What to me, reading it in your book was crazy. I had no idea, Nancy, that uh, Sid was the third choice for her. She didn't really even, he was on the radar, but not really, right?
6: Yeah, I mean, she went at uh, Jerry Nolan from the New York Dolls, who I believe the Sex Pistols were playing shows with in uh, London. And then, you know, Jerry wanted nothing to do with her. Then she tried for Johnny Rotten, who was the obvious choice because he was the front man. And then, uh, you know, Sid was just kind of there.
3: Yeah, and and one of the other things I got from your book, which I didn't know, and I've seen the movie, and of course with him playing the Kane's Ballroom, or them playing the Kane's Ballroom, there was um, part of a uh, nostalgia of trying to know as much as I can. I didn't know Nancy bought him the knife for a specific reason.
6: Yeah, the k Leving hunting knife so he could go uptown and score dope without getting, um, without getting killed himself in New York because it was really hard to cop heroin at that time.
3: And it huh. ended up being the knife hours later, right, uh, that would end up it killing her. Up
6: her yeah, yeah, ended up in her stomach, which is crazy. I mean, they never really proved that Sid did it. And I don't believe that Sid actually knew whether he did it or not. Um, he certainly loved her. He certainly didn't want to. There was no, no premeditation there at all. But to me, the most interesting part of the Sid Vicious story is that, you know, his death, wasn't an accidental suicide it was um I don't want to give anything away but it was um from someone very close to him who loved him
3: yeah yeah and and it, if you know the story about Sid Vicious and what his life's like the, the 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 previous part of this like it tells you almost immediately you do a great job of illustrating the relationship he has with this person and how uh he got in the way even with them leaving London right
6: yeah, yeah, and there were you know there were people who around him knew that his relationships were toxic, and you know a lot of the reason you know some think the reason he ended up in in your hometown playing that show was because Malcolm McLaren, the manager, was trying to keep him away from Nancy, so he put the Sex Pistols on tour.
3: Right, but that didn't last very long. They only played like a few dates before the band imploded. Do you think a band like uh, the Sex Pistols or Sid Vicious would even get notoriety now because of the inability of Sid to play the bass and the toxicity that came along with that band?
6: That's interesting. I mean, we're so, you know, the bar has been lowered so much, we're not shocked by anything anymore. But back then, there was nothing like them, you know? It was a step even beyond Iggy Pop or the New York Dolls. So it was easy for them to make headlines, but nowadays, you know, just like Perry Farrell said, nothing shocking.
3: Right. For you, you've covered so many. You you, you just recently did a podcast uh, about NWA. The book covers everybody from Elvis to Lisa Left Eye Lopez. You can get the book on Amazon. It's called Disgraceland, Musicians Getting Away with Murder and Behaving Very Badly. For you, what's your favorite story? I know you're a punk rock guy. You have a history in the music business. But for you, what is the story that just every time you, you get to tell it or read more about it is just it, it fills your heart with love? You just love it that much. <laughs>
6: Ah, um, this is gonna sound totally strange. If if I'm if I'm taking you if if I'm ignoring the sarcas sarcasm sarcasm in your question <laughs> then the answer is uh the Madonna episode that I just wrote and produced that hasn't been released yet. And I'm not a I wasn't a big Madonna fan going into it. Uh, but I feel like I uncovered some things that I didn't know, certainly, and that a lot of people didn't know. Um, that make her a very compelling, or even more compelling artist than she's already kind of known as. Um, but for, fee- for pure entertainment purposes, I got to go with the Big Lurch episode, which was a hip-hop artist that I didn't know anything about. And, you know, he cannibalized his roommate, and it's a jarring story, and I kind of went at it and tried to tell the story up, um, in sort of like a, a horror movie kind of way, but for a podcast.
3: Disgrace Disgrace Land is the name of the podcast, and he's got a book out as well. So if you want to look it up on the iHeartRadio app, you definitely should. It's very entertaining.
4: Has researching any of, like mm, I guess, people that normally wouldn't be in your genre, has it opened up your taste of
6: music? I mean, my taste of music is pretty broad uh, to begin with, but it's definitely made me appreciate artists in a way that I did not before. Um I'm trying to think of one that's really specific. I mean, God, I did a whole episode on Frank Sinatra. and Not like I wasn't into Frank before, but there's so much to his music, and it kind of opened a lot of doors there. Um, And I think uh, the NWA one definitely shone a light on some of the early funk stuff that influenced Dr. Dre and the Bomb Squad in New York as well.
5: What is it
3: for you that got you doing this podcast? Because Sam and I have talked about this off-air about anybody can do a podcast now. And you're obviously a music guy at heart, but how did you get into this topic?
6: I didn't. I love music, and I I grew up reading true crime books. So I was fascinated with it, and I you know I wanted to do something creative that was that involved music, but wasn't a a band and didn't involve getting in a van with a bunch of smelly dudes and mm-hmm. dragging my equipment to clubs. So I thought if I could do a podcast, it would be self contained. But I wanted to do something that would entertain me, and there's a lot of great podcasts out there, but there wasn't really one that was cinematic um, and based in music, so that's what I tried to create.
3: When it, today is Conspiracy Thursday on the show, and the Kurt Cobain story has come up many times for us in topic on on whether Courtney did it or not. For you, what is what is your what do you feel? I know there's plenty of information out there and what the, we know is facts, but for you, is there a conspiracy there at all?
6: I don't think so, and that's uh, upsetting for a lot of people. A lot of people <laughs> wanted me. I did two episodes on Kurt and Cobain, and, I, and a lot of people wanted me to come out and and take the the position that Courtney had something to do with it, but when you get down to it, all the all the conspiracy elements are easily debunked. Especially the one that he had too much heroin is in his system. Um, I will admit that that suicide letter is sketchy, um, but you know it's a guy at the end of his rope about to kill himself. I think there's a lot of. Uh, 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 sketchiness that goes on. But at the end of the day, as someone who wasn't a huge Courtney Love fan, I walked away with um, a little bit more empathy for her than I had in the beginning. I mean, she kept Kurt alive in a lot of instances, and she was had to be there to put everything back together after he died.
3: That had to have been an opening moment for you, because she did get such a negative image, and to go, wow, she was actually protecting him, much like Nancy did for Sid in a lot of instances, but that she was actually doing her best to keep him alive.
6: Exactly. I mean, that's not to say that she didn't want to leave him. I'm sure she did. I'm sure she won't. She was sick of it. I mean, Kurt was no uh, picnic to be married to. But yeah, I mean, Courtney had to figure out how to, you know, roust him out of numerous overdoses and keep him alive. That's that's the truth.
3: One final question before we let you go, uh, Jake. Disgraceland musicians getting away with murder and behaving badly is available on Amazon. Make sure you pick it up if you love these type of stories and look for his podcast on the iHeartRadio app. How did you pick which ones were going to make it in the book?
6: I wanted episodes that I could string together chapter to chapter where one chapter would end and the next chapter would pick up right there at the same scene. And that's how I go from Jerry Lee, uh, Elvis Presley to Jerry Lee Lewis to Norwegian black metal to Graham Parsons, Axl Rose, Chuck Berry, and right on through to the end. It, I,
3: I wish we had more time because I would love to sit down and talk about musicians and the craziness that happens in the music business, especially the true crime part. But we've run out of time. Everybody pick up the book, Disgrace land musicians getting away with murder and behaving very badly. And look for the Disgrace land podcast on the iHeart radio app or wherever you get your podcast, Jake Brennan, thank you for joining us.
6: Thanks a lot. Appreciate it guys. All right. Have a great day. See you later. That's great. In all sincerity, if you
3: have not listened to this podcast and you love true crime or you love music, phew. They are phenomenal.
6: He's
4: right when he says, like, it's cinematic because, like, the way that he um, tells a story, it, it is very theatrical.
3: Yeah, I mean, he, he creates, he tries to paint a picture with mm-hmm. his words. And some it's guys really and some girls, when they do their podcast, it's just them talking. But yeah. he, they, they do a good job of trying to recreate, like, you can visualize it in your head as the story's unfolding. There's another podcast I, I, I listen to called... Uh, it's called verse science or something like that and it's this australian lady and she does the same thing where she'll be talking about something and then suddenly it's being depicted much like if you've ever drunk history again where they'll talk about it and then suddenly you're watching them do it with those people's voice over it it's kind of the same thing and it's just seamless seamless well-done storytelling which probably doesn't get enough credit there are plenty of bad podcasts out Mm there (laughs) um but Namely one that is available (laughs) on Tuesdays. But uh, Jake does a great job. Again, uh, Disgraced Land is the name of the podcast and also book. Look it up on Amazon. We'll take a break and we'll be back.
2: Tulsa's morning show. The Big Man Morning Show. The Assault continues next. 97.5 KMOT. KMOT.
3: Good morning, it's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS, and then what you want to say to 82945.
4: You know, you know what I'm realizing? Okay. Tell me. I don't know if you... Okay. I just, <laughs> I know.
3: Did you? I want everyone to recognize what just happened. Sam had a conversation with herself within a minute and a half, right <laughs> there, and then decided at the very end to bring us in, but was still finishing the conversation with herself.
4: Well, I was nervous. If, like I was like, oh, I already said it, so I have to finish this. Okay, I when we just talked about me having the goals of showing my boobs at Mardi Gras, that I was thinking like I had a lot of super slutty bucket list goals because well, I well, besides also,
1: that,
4: I also. Wanted so bad in some time in my life to go to Coyote Ugly Nashville to go dance on a bar there. Cause that's Is what- Coyote
3: Ugly, and I think in the movie it's New York. uh no, uh. but they
4: have one in Nashville. They have
3: one in Vegas. They I have mean- one
0: in Oklahoma City.
3: Yeah.
4: Oh, they do. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah.
3: It was I it's sp- a hard rock type of thing like they're everywhere. Yeah.
4: Well, I specifically wanted to go to that one because I went to Nashville for a DECA meeting when I was like oh, in <laughs> junior when I was a junior in high school, and we passed by that bar and they had a bunch of bras hanging outside, and so I really badly just wanted to to go in there and then dance on the bar and be able to, you know, have people buy me drinks like in the movie and be able to dance on the bar.
3: Why would they buy you drinks?
4: Because <laughs> that's what happens in the movies when the girls get up and they dance on the bar. That They're bunch, bartenders. No, no, no. Oh, you're right. They are. But no, they, <laughs> and no, they have in the movie. They, have, they invite people up to go dancing sure, on the bar. And that, then also yeah. there was a show on VH1 where they were hiring people at the Coyote Ugly Bar specifically. And they talk about how, like, to pull up girls on – the stage to or on the, the bar to then dance on the bar. And then also, <laughs> my other goal was <laughs> this was even sluttier. Hi,
3: Jeff. Have, have a great day at work. Yeah. Go ahead.
4: Slut. Um, slut. slut, 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 slut. There slut. is slut. a bar slut. in Tucson.
3: I wish people could see you <laughs> wincing right then. Go ahead.
4: Uh, there's a bar in Tucson that. Uh, collects women's panties, and then they hung them up behind the bar and, like, up for the roof of the bar. And I always thought that that was, like, the coolest thing was to, like, get your panties up there. What up, house?
3: (laughs) Why would that be cool? I don't I mean, I think dirty it sounds bar, awesome, but uh, <laughs> yeah, right. but, why, but I'm from your standpoint, why would that be cool?
4: Because I just thought it would be cool to, like, have your panties hanging in a bar forever. And I'm sure it's not forever. Just drop some off. No. <laughs> but, like, I got I don't these know,
0: dirty knickers for
1: yeah, do you.
4: Are, there's <laughs> <like> a, <laughs> how does it work? Like... Again, I was young and not able to get into the bar when. Oh, good! My hooker's here. I had had this goal. I was only I had a fake ID for like maybe nine months before I left the navy, and what I heard it happened is it was like this big ceremony when a girl had agreed to put her underwear up behind the bar on the roof, and you rang she a bell, and you put your underwear, and they like tacked them up, and then everyone in the bar like cheers, like yeah, we got another pair, and then the bartender puts them up there, and like. You do the bell of like I'm a hooker. They're my underwear. <laughs> I'm a whore. Oh my god! And uh, I just thought that it would be so cool to have your panties in a bar for eternity. And That's I'm sure because
3: they, she's a slut. I'm
4: sure they rotate the panties. Like if if I don't even know if that bar is still there. I didn't even check last what time. What was the name of the bar? Uh, it was some girl's name, like Rosies or Pinkies or something <laughs> like that. In, a female in Tucson, it was a female's name. And <laughs> I just like I all the underwear that I saw. There were none from like the 80s or the 90s or anything like that. They all look like recent underwear. So I'm sure that they rotate them out. But in my head, my underwear would be up in that bar forever. <laughs> Is
3: it called <laughs> Rosie's Barquette?
4: Um, maybe it's on. Nope,
3: that's a self serve dog co wash. <laughs> oh,
4: no, then that's not it.
3: Rosie it's, McCaffrey's Irish Pub.
4: I mean, I don't know what kind of alcohol they served. But, I mean, there was tons of neon I mean, if it's a
3: family establishment, I don't think they're hanging panties.
4: Yeah, you never know. (laughs) Right.
3: I feel good with that statement. I don't know how they do things in Arizona, but clearly, clearly odd. Um, So, do you have any goals or aspirations from being younger that didn't include a bunch of attention or sluttiness?
4: No, because I was, you know, especially at that age... Young college student, I was a slutty, young attention whore. So that's what I wanted. And I just thought that those would be, you know, I didn't want to finish my degree at the U of a. I just wanted to show my boobs at Mardi Gras, have panties in a bar, and dance on a bar at Coyote Ugly. Those are my goals. You're
3: <laughs> telling these stories. And they're fantastic stories, right, Gimpy? Like, yes. they're, they're amazing. Yes. And all I can think about is how do I make sure my two daughters don't have goals <laughs> where they want to do that? And the fun thing is, is you can't. You can't. I think I can. You but, can but try. I think I can try a lot, and I'm sure <laughs> Sam's dad tried a lot. Yeah, and,
4: but and also I think that if my dad was here for you to ask him, he never would have thought ever, especially at that time, that those are my goals. As a matter of fact, I'm sure that he probably would have been like, no, my daughter would never show her boobs in a yeah, public place. Right? She would never put her panties up behind a Did bar. Did he know
3: you were on a bus topless with a band?
4: No, absolutely not <laughs> Did he know that.
3: Okay, so just uh, can you give me a goal when you were in the same time when you made the goal about being at the specific Coyote Ugly in Nashville that mm-hmm. you wanted to dance? And ha- Can you give me like a real goal that most people try to have like I'm trying to balance did, you back. I did right.
4: want... I did, at that time, I really wanted to be in the Arizona Daily Star for their... What, their so why what, why is is like the, the Daily local local Star? Paper. That's what it's called, yes. It's the Arizona Daily Star. That's what it, that's what the local paper's called. <laughs> and they pick out, like, the 10 or 12 most accomplished seniors that, like, either did great things or they're going on to do great things. And then they put your picture in the paper, and then they write this, like, little thing about you. And it, it was their... Arizona Daily Shining Stars, or something like that. And so it was always my goal to make it into that because that made me feel accomplished. So it was that and show boobs at Mardi Gras. balance. Hmm.
3: I don't know if one's better than the other.
4: <laughs> They're both actually still attention whore things. Super
3: attention whore, yeah. yeah. But They're not the attention whore. Like, that doesn't like, hey, I want to do a good job. By the way, I also get attention. Mm-hmm. It's no, I want attention.
4: Yeah. I, I wanted attention for these slutty things, but then also, you know, being a good student or having some spectacular shining future.
3: (sighs) Yeah. I'm trying to, (laughs) I'm trying to balance this out in my brain. Like I'm trying to think of something I, I mean, I had a goal of wanting to have sex with like a movie star Mm -hmm. or somebody famous. Right. Yeah. 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 But uh, beyond that, I don't have any I can't equate anything in my life to having a goal. Maybe maybe you aren't alone. Mm-hmm. Maybe a lot of females had goals like that.
0: Mm-hmm. We did get a text in that was like uh hey that too was one of my goals of like showing your boobs at Mardi Gras or whatever. That's that's one that came in. Um so maybe it is just like a female thing that have slutty goals like that cuz I like you Corbin didn't have anything Quite like that.
4: Okay, what about... Maybe this is the dude equivalent. Did you have, like, a goal that you wanted to be, like, pulled up stage at a concert to stage dive in front of everybody or something like that?
0: No. No. crowd surfing. no. It wasn't a goal. It wasn't like, you know, oh, man, I can't wait until I'm older. I go to concerts, and then they can put me up on the mush bit.
3: Yeah, no, I always... I mean, I always looked at that as, like, dangerous. So Mm -hmm. I never thought of that as the way to enjoy a show. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that's... The same. It involves zero sexuality.
4: Well, I was thinking of like attention stuff that a, I don't a dude think you, would want. But
3: again, I don't think that would be about a attention. Maybe amongst the buddies. Mm. Okay. But there was, as you put it, your words, no underwear unveiling ceremony before they hang the underwear. Right? There's nothing like, hey, he's going to mosh pit everybody. <laughs> okay. Or he's going to stage dive everybody.
4: No, well, you wouldn't. They wouldn't watch you take your panties off. You would just have them in your hand.
3: My so God. why wouldn't you just bring a pair in? For real.
4: Because, I, I mean, that's not very authentic. You got to go so, take them Sam, off in the bathroom or something. I don't if know. If this place
3: is gone, they're thrown away. Like, I don't know what you mean, authentic. This oh, is, my God. This isn't church. This isn't you trying to do something for school. This isn't charity work.
4: Mm-hmm. That sucks. Authentic. That means that there was like a whole dumpster day where they just threw away all these Young women's hopes and dreams of their underwear being in a bra, <laughs>
3: bar. Women's hopes and dreams. I don't think that those, that I don't think, how do you know most of those panties were just put there by when they opened the bar? True and statement. Because th- it's, you know, I'm, this is going to come as a shock <laughs> to you, but it's called decorations. I'm not, you know, it's just like going to TJ Fridays and they got, you know, an old wheelbarrow
0: up on the, on the.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> wait, wait, wait. They didn't go to a barn and ask a nope. guy for his old nope. wheelbarrow? Nope. Nope. Get out of here. And, I'm not know, saying girls didn't do it.
4: Yeah, no. To be fair, again, I was never old enough to actually witness it happen. It was only stories, and I'd walk by and seen that there's a ton of underwear behind the bar. Like, that's it. So, I, to be fair, I'd never witnessed anybody ringing a bell, never saw it with my own two eyes, just heard about it.
3: And, um... I know that Kaz's does the bra thing, and I'm sure people have seen it. I've Mm. never seen them. I've been to Kaz's many times. I've never seen anybody put their bra or give their bra to put up on display there at Kaz's.
0: Now, when I was DJing at the Swingers Club, they did actually do that. But that is, you know, expected from that kind of environment. It's a very thin line to get there. Yeah, yeah.
4: Well, (laughs) I don't know. I would not do the Mardi Gras thing. And
3: and I want to just circle back to 30 minutes ago, you decided Mm -hmm. it wasn't a good idea that this be a goal anymore. Yeah. (laughs) Anymore. Yeah. (laughs) That's the key. 34 minutes ago, it was still a goal. (laughs) Yeah.
4: Oh, that's true. Well, again, I didn't even realize I had such slutty aspirations that I had such slutty goals when I was younger until I started like putting together like my... I think a goal is a bad word. It's like a bucket list. It wasn't like... You know, I hope one day that I become president, not that kind of goal. It was like more of like, a, oh, I want to do this. I want to go to Yosemite National Park. like I mean that's something- a
3: goal. That's a treasure. <laughs> it's a <laughs> wonder right, right? Wow. of our of our of, of like Mother Nature
4: mm-hmm. Panties
3: next to, you know the the, mm-hmm. the
0: beard neon light I don't know. <laughs>
4: <laughs> to me, it's a treasured memory. everybody's got
0: different goals, Stupid. man. <laughs> Somebody says it's the meat rack
4: in Tucson.
0: I, I did some googling and seen that as well, but there's also one called the Wreck. It's a country bar that hangs your your bras and underwear's behind the bar. So
3: uh, people trying to help you, Sam. It's saying equivalent to Sam's goal for a male is considered a crime.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Another one said
3: would be an equivalent for like a guy turning 18 or 21 and going to uh you know the strip club for the first time. Except the that's, guy isn't getting a bunch of attention. Yeah, right. It's
4: not a Two, That's a they're not making an anno-
3: announcement, mm-hmm. right?
4: <laughs> right, you're not ringing a bell. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's fun. It's Always been a showboat and attention whore. What do you want from me? <laughs> you
3: full fledged slut. Yeah, I, I, I'm an onion. I feel like I know you so well, but each time a layer gets pulled back, and I'm, I always get excited when I, you you go. We come back from break, and mm-hmm. and it's not an interruption, but. For the listener, it might be unexpected to hear you talk right away. Yeah. I get excited (laughs) because I know whatever's about to happen is going to like make my mind explode.
4: (laughs) I know whatever's about to happen, you'll regret in 30 minutes. So Uh, let's go. For for the listener, (laughs)
3: for the listener, when you hear Sam do that, Make sure you're paying attention to how much (laughs) I'm practicing not talking. (laughs) Because even she was like, and, and I was just sitting here, like, (laughs) pressing my lips together as tightly as possible. Because I didn't want, I wanted to give her all the room on the floor to talk. It's so
4: hard for him not to say, wait, pause. (laughs) Right. I "I have so many questions,
2: but I'm going to (laughs) wait.
3: We're going to take a break and we'll be back. More
2: of the Big Man Morning Show is next. 97.5 KMOD.
3: Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945.
2: Wow.
4: I want to read this text. Okay. I was telling my partner at work about this conversation, and his amazing comment was, there need to be more women like that as long as it's not my daughter. Yeah, right?
0: <laughs> Says every dude everywhere.
3: Uh, time to find out what everybody learned. You tell us your favorite part of the show. We'll start with Sam. Sam, what did you learn today?
4: I learned that giraffe chickens are vicious, and <laughs> we learned what a million-dollar boner was.
0: Gimpy, what'd you learn today? I learned that aliens like steaks, too, and that uh, you're never too old to show your boobs. I learned that million-dollar donor sped up is Sam's
3: next goal.
1: <laughs> Hi, I'm sugar
3: Uh, and I also learned that goals, whore um, dreams, whatever, they're all the... <laughs> They're, they're all the same. Some people want to solve cancer. Some people want to save lives. Some people want to, you know, help those in distress. Others just want their panties hung up on the uh, above the bar.
0: Aspirations, man. Aspirations. aspirations. Aspirations.
3: Well, Sam's aspirations aren't until her wedding night. So oh. uh, It's Corbin saying make sure that dishwasher is loaded right.
4: I'm Stephen Sam, and this is her mother.
3: This is Gimpy, you, and I'm sorry. We're changing yours to him. This is Sam. Hope my panties are hung above the
2: bar <laughs> <laughs> now, can i get a encore do you want more cooking roll with the brooklyn boys so for one last time i need you to roll uh, 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 uh. now what the hell are you waiting for
1: after me there should be no more so for one last time make some noise
6: enter password corbin new messages Big Mad Morning Show, I'd like to take a minute to thank troops from Oklahoma and all over the United States. These soldiers have sacrificed to give the Big Mad Morning Show the 40 to back like the total douchebags that they are. Total douchebag. Total douchebag.
2: Total and complete douchebag. We honor and respect you. We
4: honor and respect you.
2: We honor and respect you. God bless. Rock and roll. It's <laughs> over. <Bicycle>, Tulsa. <laughs> God bless Tulsa.